0: Hello and welcome to episode 125 of the HHH Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Howard Kravitz. We are live here on a late Saturday afternoon, early evening on the East Coast to watch some fantastic races at Gulfstream Park and Oaklawn Park as it is Florida Derby Day and Arkansas Derby Day. Thanks everyone so for watching. Uh, if you're watching, please make sure... You join us in the live chat on the top right hand side of the screen. Also, make sure you subscribe on the bottom right hand side of the screen as well. You can see, uh, follow me on Twitter at HKravitz, or you could email me on the scroll at the bottom of the screen, hkravitzhorse at gmail.com. Also, you can see on the screen, our next show uh, is planned to be next Thursday to talk about the Wood Memorial at Aqueduct with the one and only Andy Serling. Andy Serling will be here 8 o'clock Eastern next Thursday to talk about the Late Pick 5 on Wood Memorial Day. It's going to be a fantastic show. We might have a show also next Wednesday. That is uh, to be uh, determined. uh, We shall see. Uh, We already have a lot of people watching uh, the show right now. Uh, Some people have their mind on basketball. Trish, good luck with Villanova. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Don watching the show, Final Four and Derby Preps. It's a beautiful day. Don, thanks for joining the show. Again, if you are watching the show, please make sure you gather around and get everyone together. We've been covering four races live on the show today. We'll talk about the format uh, in just a minute as there are some very big races that are going to be happening uh, today throughout the country that we're going to be talking about here on the show. And to help me to get through our wonderful live broadcast today. We have two gentlemen, one from Buffalo, one from about 20 minutes away from me here in the Chicago area. Let's bring them on to help us with these difficult handicapping puzzles. We have Jim Polars and Kyle Rosso Gentlemen, how are you do doing it. today? Jim, we'll start with you first. How are things going on in Buffalo?
1: Uh, things are cold in Buffalo, Howard. I know it's a real surprise here. Uh still battling some snow flurries, uh, but hopefully the hot racing will warm things up.
0: Absolutely. We we it was just snowing here like all day. It's crazy, just a little bit. Uh Kyle, how are you doing today?
2: I was gonna say doing good. I was I was about to say, yeah, it's literally snowing outside my window right now. So there's not it's crazy. For those of you that are not familiar with these two gentlemen, Jim is an experienced handicapper, has
0: won contests actually in the harness world, but is time. also a very good thoroughbred player, he's been doing it for years. Uh the on the bottom, Roscoe used to be uh, work at Arlington as what they call a professor, uh, someone who helped people handicap the races, help them read the program, whatnot. He's been on the show before. So uh, you have this knucklehead right here. So you got a lot of experience, uh, people here watching who have been handicapping for a long time. Hopefully we'll be giving you some great opinions and um, some picks. Now, let me tell everyone the format of the show so you know what's going to be happening. Uh, first of all, we're going to be talking about the races. If you saw us last uh, last week for the Dubai card, it's going to be similar to that. We're going to be showing the past performances. We're going to be talking about the races. Here's what I would recommend everyone do. Go up to your TV. Turn that volume down because you want to have your TV on. Turn that volume down and make sure you turn the volume up here on the HHH Racing Podcast. Not that the opinions are going to be bad by... You know TVG and Fox Sports suit and whatnot. I, I know a lot of those guys, but I feel like we're gonna have a lot of real good opinions, and obviously, you can't have the sound on both, probably. So, that's what I'd recommend you do. Now, in terms of the format, we're gonna handicap the races, we're gonna talk about the horses. When the races are actually going on, we're gonna do something a little bit different, and I'd love your input. So, if you have any thoughts and on how you'd like to see the show run differently positive or negative please comment down below the video player i'd love to hear your thoughts i cannot show the races here on the podcast i do not have television rights but we are going to be watching the races so i know kyle has a monitor jim if you don't have a a monitor nearby you're gonna jim's got a monitor so we're we'll gonna be watching the races and uh, we're not going I'm not gonna do a play by play, although I, I certainly could call the race, but we're just mainly gonna be talking a little bit as the races happen, but you're not gonna see the races on the screen. So again, watch the races on your own TV at home or your laptop, whatever you're gonna watch, and then you can listen to us. The other thing is there is about a five or a six second delay between what you see on the screen for our show and what's actually live. So we're gonna be talking about what we see about four seconds behind what you actually see. So it's not gonna pair up, but that's okay. You get to see our sort of reactions. You can watch what's going on and you can look to the iPad or the laptop or your PC or whatever you're doing and see our our reactions. So again, there'll be no sound and there'll be no video of the actual races, we'll be talking about the race a little bit, little little quips, little comments as the races happen. So that's how uh, the show's going to go. We're going to cover four races, folks, on the show. Uh, the first race that we're going to be covering is the Fantasy Stakes, which I believe is race 10. Is that correct, gentlemen, race yep. 10 at Oakland? Yeah. Yes, we're going to be covering uh, the Fantasy Stakes first, which is race 10 at Oakland. I am aware there is a turf race that's about to go off i um, at Gulfstream Park, but we don't have time to talk about that race. So uh, we're not going to be talking about the Appleton stakes, but we're going to be talking about the fantasy at Oakland, which has uh, about 20 minutes to post somewhere around that 16 minutes to post, I believe. Uh, then we're going to be going to the Florida Derby, and then we're going to cover the last two races at Oakland. That is the plan. So let me go up and uh, stop yapping. I'll bring up the PPs um, for the first race. And, Jim, I'll let you talk first. We also have some banners. Let me put our predictions of the race for the fantasy. It's actually going to be a scroll. If everyone give me one second. Let me turn off that banner. We're going to have a scroll at the bottom of the screen instead of a banner. So people can see. There it is, folks. And I'm not sure that uh, Jim or Kyle are aware of our uh, other picks. So we'll be able to see each other's picks now. I'm going to go ahead also and bring up the – race for the fantasy and we will uh, jump right in here in just a second here as I share the screen and there we go all right so let's take a look at the fantasy this is the first race we're talking about again the post is going to be pretty soon I'd say about 16 minutes or so actually let me grab my phone here so I can stop saying approximately Uh, let's see we've got about again about actually about nine minutes to post Um, again based on uh, what I see on my phone here. Sorry, I'm just actually going to something else real quick. Okay, so let's talk about the fantasy here, Jim. Um, this is the big prep race for the Kentucky Oaks. A lot of points on the line. <clears throat> it's a grade three. Of course, I guess the story is that the, the, the big girl is not going to be in this race. She's going to be running, uh, yeah, Secret Oaths is to be running in the Arkansas Derby. But you can see it's a, a $600,000 purse three old restricted fillies so they're going a mile a 16th there is the field everyone can see on the screen let me go full screen uh there's the field right now you've got dreamleth who i believe actually is the favorite as i'm not looking right now at the pps but we can or at the, at the odds uh it's an eight horse field the big scratch is eda uh jim tell us who you like in this race as i go and bring up the past performances
1: yeah, Howard. I thought it was a tough race. Um, This—I this, don't really have a strong conviction on the race. I think there are three, four, or five horses that can win on it. I ended up landing on Magic Circle coming from New York. Um, a lot of this had to do with some of the information I heard yesterday, watching some of the uh, televised coverages of the races. They've got Maggie Wolfendale, uh, Wolfendale, over at uh, at Oakland doing some interviews. Magic Circle. Apparently, the ownership has a little bit of Oaks fever. Um, They were struggling in New York. They're running the fantastic horses. Uh, They were running second, third, fourth real well against horses like Echo Zulu, Gerrymander, Next. They didn't have the points to get into the Oaks. They were looking for a way to get into the Oaks. Um, When Secret Oaks scratched, their eyes opened up and they said, you know, this is a path that the Arkansas horses aren't that strong. We can go over to Arkansas. We can make a good accounting of ourselves. They made a decision to go to Steve Asmussen as a trainer from Clement, And I guess Clement is probably better known as a turf trainer than a than a, than a dirt trainer. Um, the other information I thought was really interesting is that when Asmussen got the horse, he was able to have one workout with the horse. Apparently in the workout, three of them went out. And what they wanted to do with Magic Circle was run behind the other two. They actually ran behind the other two for the first four. Uh, four furlongs and then made a rush with them to try to pass the other two to maybe change his racing style a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of speed in the race. And maybe one of the reasons people are a little bit hesitant about Magic Circle is, you know, is he going to be part of the pace setup? With a little bit of training that muson has been able to do, I think maybe he's got a little alternatives now. Let's count on when he leaves. If the pace is okay and we can make the front comfortably, we'll do that. If there's a couple of horses heck bent on going to the front, we can maybe sit off of it and make a run. The reason I like the horse is a, a couple of reasons. He's been running against better, maybe in a better circuit in New York. They're here with intent. The intent is to specifically earn points for the Oaks. They've got a, a trainer that's won this race four of the last six years. They've got maybe a running style that can work. There's not a lot in the field. The, the running style works either winning or, or near the front or stalking. I think the horse is a little bit, maybe cold on, on the board at six to one, but I think just it might be an opportunity. Um, and the horse I went with magic circle, um, not with a lot of conviction. Um, I think there's a couple other horses that can run as well. Um, I, there is something interesting. Howard. I gotta, I got to hit you with. It's funny because, um, th- this, this will probably demonstrate how two people can look at a horse race, the exact same horse race and come up with two different, uh, results or two different, uh, uh understandings of the race. Just before you did your show earlier this week, um, I, I watched the replay of Dream Loaf, and I had made some notes on it. And my notes said, Horse terrible out of the gate, was uncomfortable running among other horses, went wide and was empty down the stretch. And I, I looked at that as a negative. And I looked at this particular race and I said, Dream has, has the rail. There's a lot of speed. Even if she breaks better, she's going to be among horses again. She's going to have to either work her way through horses where she's uncomfortable or she's going to have to go wide again. Yeah. To, to me, when I looked at that, I said, boy, it's it's, it's going to make it really rough for her. And then you come on the show a little bit later on with Marshall Graham, and you say, let me show his replay. I love the horse. <laughs> got out terrible. It was you know, yeah. rough among horses, You know, swung wide. And I'm thinking, the exact reason I didn't like the horse is the reason you thought the horse could run better. So to, to me, it was just a, a, maybe a amusing or maybe a point about how two people can look at the same race and, and, and come up with a little bit of a different conclusion. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, uh, there is a lot of speed in this race. So the fact that they, uh, you know, that they've been trying to teach her to rate, I think is important. Um, I think she might have to rate here. Um, She's a nice horse. Let me jump to Kyle here. Uh, Kyle, we both have the one in this race, Dreamlith, who is five to two right now. Uh, as we're about four minutes to post, um, as we're watching here, um, Deodora was,
2: was said earlier today, by the way, that she definitely needed one. What do you like about DreamLive? Um, I like it for the exact same reason, but, um. Jim was touting it's just there's just a whole lot of speed in this race the two is going to go off of the lead it looks like the three is going to go off of the lead and the four should go off of the lead as well unless like I said Asmussen off the trainer switch but um she just looks like the best one to reap the spoils out of if this race uh pace complexion falls apart which is what it looks like on paper last one like I said got in a lot of trouble she was ended up being wide I think if she can rate a better trip out here I feel like this would be the uh, good spot for her to where she can improve on that 82 two back
0: yeah and then uh we also uh both of us uh are interested in the nine and the six i'll go ahead and talk a little bit um let me talk about the nine first bubble rock um ta- taking a lot of money two to one now uh the uh ownership is uh, is local so that might be some of the money obviously this horse is a nice horse brad cox but Bred it more to run on the turf. It has been running right the turf in the in the sin. And I brought this up on my show uh, earlier with Marshall Graham on Wednesday. That if you look at these two works at the bottom of the screen, very good, 47 and three breezing, uh, and then 48 breezing on Keeneland's main uh, dirt course. So does that translate to Oaklawn's dirt? I mean, I don't know. I would never, never take this horse a two to one guys in a million years on the win end obviously she can win and it's one of the few horses in this race in my opinion that can pass horses uh and then the six kyle this is uh the other brad cox uh, what, what did you like about this horse? second off the layoff
2: so it's, again one of the best things is second off the layoff with brad cox um, on the bottom of the screen you can see two off 45 to 180 is 30 percent you can look at that through formulator as well um Two back, she in the mud at Oaklawn of Broker Maiden. Again, showing a little bit of rating style, and that's you know, working more towards the style that I'm looking for in this race with all these horses that are gonna vie for the lead here. Got into a rough hot pace last time out in the 50,000 didn't really suit her well. Get Flavian Pratt back up aboard for Brad Cox, and like I said, to take a little bit of a price in this race with all this speed. I went with the six and landed on her.
0: Yeah, I think I think Pratt's gonna lay off the speed a little bit, like she did two back. Uh, although that was in the mud, and so that might have been inflated a little bit mm-hmm. by the mud. But classic Empire um, and on the damn side, you know, out of a Giants Causeway mare. So very nice breeding cost, 160,000. I'm gonna go ahead and take the PP's uh, off the screen here, uh, Jim. What kind of as we uh, as I'm going to go ahead and looking at the uh, screen, here, we're coming up yes. uh, to the race. And again, folks, what's gonna happen once again is we're not gonna be showing the race on the screen, but we are gonna talk about the race. And I'm assuming we're looking at the same race. Now I'll just full disclosure, I'm looking at TVG. I'm not sure what you guys are watching or looking at. Yeah, guys. I'm looking at
1: Fox. So I don't know if I'll be behind you or not. That.
0: Actually, that's gonna be interesting. You know what, Jim, can you switch to TVG? the only reason I say that is to make sure that we're sort of seeing the same thing. Um, yeah. Otherwise we'll be talking about different things. So um that might be weird obviously for us and for the viewers so um right, well, if you want to go ahead and uh no uh, i should
1: be able to do that while still keeping this terrific mug i'll on tell you what, i'll
0: just take i'll just take it off the screen okay and then I'm, i'll see you come back on all right so as, as we jim is going to go ahead and get his tv on tvg there what i see folks is they're not quite at the gate yet they're behind the gate again you folks at home are going to be four or five seconds ahead so when we say they're off, they're obviously going to be off before that. I also want to mention, I'm looking, again, I'm watching TV here, and I'm looking at um, Gulfstream. There are some ominous clouds in the background. It's still sunny. I'd have to look at a radar. Um, if we get some kind of freaking crazy downpour for the Florida Derby, that would really suck. I Again, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'd have to look at a radar. All I can say is that as the horses are coming in from the – receiving barn onto the track at, at Gulfstream. And so they're not even in the paddock yet. As I bring Jim back on here, I'll have to take a look at a radar. Um, uh, hopefully the weather's going to be okay. But anyway, Jim, real quick, as they're about sure. to go to the gate? Who do you think is going to have the lead here in the fantasy as they're entering the gate? What do you expect to see from a pace perspective? You got about 10 seconds.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, both the seven and the two will go to the front. I think magic circle is going to sit right off. I think bubble rock will be a little bit closer than you expect interesting about bubble rock is that they actually brought him to Saratoga with the intention of running under Brad Cox is mentioning how the horse didn't like the deep turf in New York and loves it. Okay. The, the All flat right,
0: Jim, strip. I'm gonna, Jim, I'm going to Yeah, we're going to go ahead and watch the race, everyone. Again, uh, there's one more left to load as we're watching, actually two more left to load. Um, yeah. Again, we're not going to call the race, but we can just talk a little bit on what we see. Uh, thanks for joining us here on the HHH Racing Podcast. We're live. It's the fantasy from Oakland, and ooh, there's a little bit of trouble there out of the gate. The seven came over and bothered uh, some horses there, and there's there's definitely uh, some pace, but the seven looks like, and I didn't expect this. The seven is a bit loose there, guys, uh, but it looks like they're going pretty quick. The seven is Yaguri. Went off at seven to two. I, I was not. I love this horse. I think the four got your, – your four got bothered looked like, Jim, there at yeah. the start. Yeah, the four
1: did get bothered. I think that Brad Cox's horse is sitting in a real nice position. Um, he was worried about where they would be at the half. He said if the horse is near at the half, the horse is going to run big. Mm-hmm. And he's near uh, we, at the half.
0: 22 and four, guys. This this is lively. Yeah. Uh, Lith, who's the top choice for Kyle and I. I got to admit, Kyle, I, didn't, I wasn't watching the start of the one, but I think – She's in good shape right now. Yeah. She fires. I think she's got a big shot.
2: Yeah, she got she held the rail position and was holding about third last, and she's still in about that position, just creeping a little bit closer now. Yeah, Looks you've, got, you've got, you got
0: Hardy Constitution on the outside. I get 46-3. and three. Again, we, we fully realize, folks, as you're watching it, you're ahead. Uh, dreamlift is now asking. Uh, I don't know if she's got yeah. the horse, though, but she's gotten the trip. Yeah,
2: she's circled back out. Yeah, four's done. The, yeah, the one doesn't look like it. The three's coming up the inside here, passing about past the one. So We'll see if Bubble Rock's on the outside. If she's – the two's actually got a
0: little bit of horse also, if she can get through on the inside. It looks like it's a three-horse race at this point.
1: It is. Yep. The inside's been good, good, so we'll see if it can come up again. Wow.
0: Yeah, nine's done. Well, it might end up being that way. This could be a big upset with this two. Yep to the wire again people are at home nope. the race is already over wire like you know nope. how it's happening it's the seven. seven hold on wire to wire. all right um they they crawled home to some extent 137 came seven to uh nine i believe is that correct guys mm-hmm.
2: yes that's what it looked like yeah
0: all right i'll tell you you know yaguri went off at four to one i mean guys there were luck what five speed horses on paper right yeah yeah. And, and a horse who i'm not uh, frankly i didn't i didn't love in this race to be honest Since i didn't think drew would be able to clear over uh wins the race and came yes that and the, the bomb three came in fourth um not all closing from the back of the pack jim quick impressions
1: yeah, the speed is holding um i was really surprised i thought the pace was actually honest even though that there was a little bit spread out um the fractions didn't look too bad to me um i thought that both the one and four were in a pretty good position sitting about four to five lengths off what a little bit of a bunch to the front i don't know if this is an indication of what's to come but uh, uh surprised that the speed held as well as it did the, the three that were near the front at the half were at the front of the three quarters were at the front at the end so
0: yeah i mean uh, i don't know the, the one and no excuses kyle are one yeah. i thought you know he, they were shoving on him on the or her excuse yeah. me, they're shoving on her on the turn. She just didn't have it. No one really made a move. Dream by the way went off eight to five. Wow, she got bet down hard.
2: Um, fair to say, four. Kyle, I
0: don't like anyone come out of this race into the Oaks. No. Uh, is that how
2: you feel? Yeah, I mean that's exactly it. Granted, like I said, we didn't get that pace pressure we thought we would to give set up the one a little bit hard, a little bit easier for us. But yeah, I mean, crawling like I said, crawling home with the with the twenty six and or with the twenty five and a half quarter there from three-quarter to a mile, it's just, you know, you don't, you're not going to look at anyone coming out of this, I don't think. I just want to – Jim, sorry, that that was Beguine. We, I mean, I, we need to be fair here.
0: Uh, Begin ran huge for Danny Pites on the inside, almost went by the 7-11 yeah. to, to 1. I know Begin is a horse that Marshall Graham mentioned as a yes. missing price on the show. So it pays to watch the show. If you listen to Marshall Graham, he thought the two was interesting. Um, the pace certainly held together. So this is one of those situations, Jim, where I just didn't – I wouldn't say it didn't read the race flow correctly, but i it, it looked like someone would be able to close in this race, and it, it just hung together. They basically went one, two, three around the track, which if you look at the PPs, that, that's pretty hard to believe.
1: Yeah, I agree. I thought there might be a little bit more hardball in the front. Um, again, I, I thought that maybe um, uh, Magic Circle would be a little bit closer and, and make a little bit of a better accounting than she did. Very disappointing for me. Interesting about Dream Loaf, one of the reasons I didn't like her, and we didn't get a chance to talk about this before the race, uh, Diodoro is really not a, a, a good trainer or a well known trainer with greatest stake horses. I was surprised that Marshall Graham picked her because um, Marshall Graham actually put a tweet out um, back about three, four weeks ago. At the time, Diodoro at Oaklawn was only one for 39. Mm-hmm. Only three of his horses had actually improved their buyers to that time. 36 of them had declining buyers and almost half of them by more than 10 points. And dream will fit, fit, that profile. I went guys, through... Jim, I'm sorry to interrupt
0: you. There's an inquiry, sir. Oh, we have got an inquiry. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe it's the two and the seven. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that we didn't say anything earlier. Again, any comments put on the screen there? Yep. Tom, mm-hmm. Tom's all over it. There it is. I've been looking right now. I'm watching the head
2: on here. Um, I thought that it, the two came I over on the seven. Depth, yeah. I was about to say, well, I'm watching right now. Let's see what happens here. Um, looks like the 7 closes a little bit, but then it looks like the 2 drifts back. Yeah, the 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 2 is
1: hitting left-handed and and drifting into the 7, I
0: think. I have absolutely no idea why there's an inquiry. If if they're saying, believe me, I I think I'd actually prefer the 2. Actually, I don't know what I'd prefer, to be honest. But the 7 comes over a little bit, but the 2 actually maybe initiated the contact. Then they both drifted. Again, we can't show this live, but they both drifted, and then there was bumping. This is a 50-50 deal. I'd be shocked if this comes down, yeah, Jim.
1: I agree. percent. Um,
0: I'll, I'll tell you what I'd like to see. And again, I'm not going to be able to watch the live telecast here. I thought the Sun actually came over at the start and bothered three or four horses. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. I'd love to see the start of this race. Now, it, it's very rare <laughs> that you see a horse come down, from the gate um just see by Aaron the dictionary and if you don't know who that is uh do a little horse racing history because that horse still pisses me off when he bothered shared belief in the in the breeders yes shop. and I'd like to say I don't know maybe 2012 I'd like to say somewhere around there Cost me to pick
1: five I remember that oh
0: Jesus sorry to bring that up Jim um, anyway <laughs> if any horse should have come down that should have come down uh I still see an inquiry on the tote board again uh, you down. folks at home are only a few seconds ahead of us um Please comment. This is the beauty of our of live here. Uh, Tom thinks that the two came over. In his opinion, guys, what do you think? Should the seven come down? Actually, they already took it off the screen, and I don't see a change. That was the most no change. That was no change. That was a bit of a silly inquiry. I got to be honest. I don't, I don't know. It's a big, it's a big race. It's for the Oaks. I get it, but there's no way in the world that was coming down. Congratulations uh, to the connections and for Drew. Again, I'd like to see the start though because. Jim, maybe we'll be able to watch the start before the Florida Derby because we have a little time. If we see the replay coming Mm -hmm. up on YouTube or whatever, we'll try to watch the start of the fantasy. It sure looked to me, Jim, like the seven came over at the start because a few horses to the inside, it looked like they got bothered, no?
1: I agree 100%. Um, I thought the seven, I don't know if it was enough to cause an inquiry, but it certainly bothered a few horses or maybe had a few horses check a bit coming out of the gate. Um, I, did it have an influence on the end of the race? I really don't know because I don't know if the horses that were bothered really were threatening at all during the race. Um, yeah, the nine wasn't bothered, the two wasn't bothered, the four had nothing. Um, Dream Loaf really was empty. Um, did did you know? Did your gurry bother horses? Yeah. Did it really make a difference in the end? No.
0: Here's your gurry again. Uh, congratulations to uh, Rudy Brissette, Floron Giroux. First time actually on this horse. Um this horse doesn't pass really so when i saw you know you in theory you think maybe the six would go a little uh the four you thought would be definitely going even though he's been working behind i uh, the two did go which wasn't quick enough um i don't know I, I i guess i i think the key of the race was the four that you talked about uh jim just was bothered or didn't break that changed the whole complexion of the race no excuses, by the way, for Bubble Rock. Absolutely no excuses whatsoever. I think she's more of a, a turf horse, Kyle. Um, she ran well, uh, but I, I, I don't know what the buyer would be in this race. I mean, Yaguri's best buyer is an 80, Kyle. If you just take a stab, what do you think the buyer is going to be coming out of this race?
2: I would probably improve a little bit off the 80, but I couldn't see anything more than 85, realistically speaking. I don't – that especially, like I said, coming home – down the stretch crawling granted a good fight between both the seven and the deuce. But I, I, in my opinion, I don't see it coming over 85, maybe 85, 86.
0: Yeah. Good, good fight would be, that's a very nice way uh, to say it. By the way uh, I know you folks at home don't know what I'm doing, but I'm actually looking at the weather channel right now and it doesn't, I think we're going to be okay in Florida. I was it, the, 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 the skies didn't look great in the background. But I frankly don't see much going on in terms of the radar. So I think we're going to be okay uh, with the Florida Derby. Um, any other – whoops, I'm sorry. We would not want to do that. That's exactly what I don't want to do. I really <laughs> apologize about that. Okay, that's what I can't do. All right, don't worry. I'm not going to – no one's going to handcuff me for showing that for two seconds. five-second rule.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Jim, I mean, Yaguri's going to the Elks, right? Now, the one thing that will do is definitely speed up – the uh, early pace of the Oaks—that's for sure. So I guess me think the Oaks that could hurt Echo Zulu. Uh, you know, thinking about it, that I'm sure the Echo Zulu connections are not happy that Yuguri won, right?
1: Yeah, the le- less pace for Echo Zulu, the better. Um, I don't know what they're worried about. Yuguri. I'm me looking at the race. I don't really see any Oaks contenders coming out of here at all. Um, well, just from
0: a pace perspective. From a pace perspective, it, there, it right.
1: could certainly right. make a difference for the. You know, you can get a throw for the first three quarters of a mile. Um, yeah. If, if you're on your Gurry Echo Zulu, very disappointed by the way. Maybe we can talk about that for a moment. That the last race, um, a lot of rumors about her coming a little bit unfit, a little bit heavy. Um, I know that I was crushed when she, you know, held on. I was a hidden connection person as well, and certainly had a pick five alive with hidden connection. Um, it, it should be an interesting oaks. I the horse that must be kicking themselves, or maybe the owner is a secret oath right now. How much would secret oath have won this one, race by?
0: Well, she's already qualified for the Oaks because right. of the last race, so she's in the Oaks. I mean, they're taking a bigger swing. What is it, one point three million for the Arkansas Derby? I, I got no problem with her going to the Oaks, but she would have won that race by ten um, lengths. Nah, she, she would have blown by that field. Uh, we're not gonna show sure the prices, by the way. That uh, seven two exacta comes back eighty six for two. Uh, the try was also nice, one thirty six for fifty cents as the favorite Dreamlift uh, runs out. I have to say. And I said on my show, this is not uh, second guessing dream was not like the strongest choice for me. I just thought it could be Dreamlith or anyone end up being anyone. Um, that's all one more comment, Then we're going to talk about the Florida Derby. This is interesting guys. According to, uh, H do H, Thanks for watching the show. They opened the, the markets, the bookies do, uh, based on the inquiry. That's interesting. So, uh, I don't know if you liked like to maybe switch your pick, you could have done that. I find that, uh, fascinating. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, we're going to go into the Florida Derby. There is about eight minutes left of the Florida Derby as we yap here. So let's get right to it. Uh, this is one of the two big races that we'll be talking about today. Ladies and gentlemen, the Florida Derby I go ahead and bring it up on screen here. I want give me a second as I would go ahead and switch screens here. All righty, here we go. There it is. The Florida Derby race 14, sponsored by Curlin Hillendale. Uh, it is of course for, uh, a mile and eighth for restricted three-year-olds $1 million is the purse. And there you see most of the field. I'll go ahead and make this a little bit smaller there. You see the field. These are not, uh, the current odds right now. I don't believe, um, but we'll show the the current odds here in a minute. Uh, it's mainly a four horse field. I have a fascinating, uh, horse in this race that I'm very interested in. We're going to take a very, uh, short break here before the race starts uh but let's go jump right in here to the past performances right now uh okay and let me show the Again, i'm pressing a bunch of buttons bear with me here there's the ticker kyle we're gonna start with you as we've got how many minutes to post guys seven, Look at my seven. we got time here okay, we're gonna
2: by the way in about four minutes to play in a few minutes we're gonna take a short break kyle who do you got here I got simplification in this one, starting off with um I know a lot of people are gonna be on Classic Causeway here, and it's just th- on the Tampa Bay Derby, just again another perfect trip for Classic Causeway running the front at 23 and 4 or 23 and 3 and 48 and flat. It's just it for me, it's just two great trips in a row in both the Sam F. Davis and the Tampa Bay. I'm gonna play against them here, which I think the very interesting thing is both the two, the three the six and the seven. So Classic Causeway, Simplification, Charge It and White Abario are all around all around that three to one mark. And which I think if they stay there, this could be a pretty decent, um, if you can pick the right one out of those four, I think you could get paid pretty well here. And like I said, Simplification, it's just, I think Classic Causeway is gonna go to the lead. I know Charge It's probably gonna want the lead as well. And White Abario might be just a little bit off of them, but I think simplification can get a pretty good trip in here and he can get a, get through on the stretch. I know Goldstream, people are going to look at me and say Goldstream's not a very good closing track, and I do understand that. But again, just three straight increasing buyers from 90 to 91 to 96, I look to improve again upon those and hopefully get a pretty decent price if he stays up at 3 to 1, 7 to 2. Yeah, she, he's my top choice. He was
0: on the wrong lead, but he came over the top. He's one of the few horses in this race that looks like can pass others. Um, seven to two is actually a little bit higher than I thought right now. Is the uh, current favorite, I believe, is Charge and we talked about this. I talked about it all week that this might end up being the favorite. He's uh, two to one right now. Uh, White Abario seven to two. Jim, you're going with a horse I, frankly, do not like at all. I'm either going to be very right or very wrong. I'm completely against Classic Causeway. Jim, tell me why I'm wrong, please.
1: <laughs> Classic Causeway, I think, is being underestimated here. Everybody's looking at the buyer from the last race. And I don't know if you guys are married to the buyers or not, but Craig Malkowski does a Timeform US. And Craig Malkowski is insisting that there was a timing misfunction with the last race at, uh, at Tampa. He said that uh, they didn't include the run-up. He retimed the race. He looked at the videotape. He's got the race at a 114 time four, from which would kind of translate to a 94 buyer. That makes a lot more sense to me. If you change an 84 to a 94, and Craig Milkowski is right, and the boys at time form have gone through this with, with extensively, then I think the horse makes a lot of sense. Best out of the gate, front holds over that at that track. Um, I... The only other horse I think is really going to give him a run for the money to the front is Charge It. And I think Classic Causeway is going to do one of two things. Um, If Charge It is insistent in having the front, I think Classic Causeway is going to sit right behind. And just like the race you saw, they're going to run one-two around the track. I really think it's a two-horse race, by the way, Classic Causeway and Charge It. If Charge It is maybe not up to the task, Um, everybody's impressed with the training. Um, Everybody's impressed with the works the horse has been doing. Um, But... It is it is a big step up in class. Uh, when when the horse career last time did in 24, it's probably going to have to go 22 this time. Uh, classic Causeway, I think, is sitting in a, in a perfect position. You're going to fly out of the gate, going to be in the best part of the track, inside, sitting first or second. Everybody forgets about that Sam F. Davis. That Sam F. Davis was an impressive race. He was pressed every step of the way. When he finished first by three and a half lengths, the horses that ran second, third, fourth were all sitting fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, back of the pack early in that race. All the horses that ran up with them in the front faded. Um, super impressive race two races ago. If you adjust the uh, the last race, the Tampa Bay Derby, up to uh, the appropriate time, I think this horse is almost a stick out, a standout. My only question with Classic Causeway is he doesn't need the points. Are they going to empty the tank? Are they going to go out for it? Brian Lynch, also the other thing that I really liked about the horse is Brian Lynch said that after the Tampa Bay Derby, the horse really didn't even exert himself. You know, He did it within himself. They did the uh, the Palmetto uh, uh, workout, unbelievable race, 47 changed. change. And according to Brian Lynch, the interview I saw, he said that after that workout of Palmetto, the horse wasn't breathing hard enough to blow a candle out. So the horse is in tip-top shape. Um, you're going to have five weeks to get ready for, for uh, the Kentucky Derby. A perfect situation. Uh, the horse is going to be sitting first or second. Going to get out of the gate best. I, I, I just, there's a lot of things I like about the horse. I think he's being tremendously underestimated.
0: Wow. Okay. I, 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 I am very, I'm a bit dubious. I think there's just a lot of speed in this race and I'm not sure, you know, it's, it's just going to set up for him. Um, and as we're talking right now, if people are wondering, uh, what is Howard doing? I am in the process of I'm in a contest and I'm in the process of making a, a pretty substantial bet here. Um, I don't want to say what I'm doing necessarily. I will just say that I, I think Oh captain is interesting. I'll just leave it at that. Um, We'll just have to see as I go ahead and um, put the well, captain on screen.
1: Uh, let me before I do I, that. let me I'll just do take just a second, this second, Howard. I'll, let me go on simplification for a minute. I, I simplification. Everybody's impressed with the two runs he made in the last two races. The horse doesn't get out of the gate well. The horse was supposed to be on the front two starts ago. He got locked in the gate. The only reason he made that fantastic close is because he he, he walked out of the gate. It was not the intention. They kind of fluked into finding out the horse can close. Right, right. Um, and if you remember that race, Mo Donnell ran third. Moe Donico, one more step, and he's second. So uh, the race, I don't think, was as impressive as it looks. The last race was the race with the accident. But when they were coming to the top of the stretch, just before the little bit of an accident, in due time was on the inside with Paco Lopez. Simplification was on the outside. Simplification took the outside route, missed uh, missed the accident. In due time tried to bull his way through, caused a little bit of a chain reaction. Simplification got the jump on the rest of the field, opened up three or four, Indu came. Time came back to run second. I I, I think both races are dressed up. Uh, I really wasn't impressed. The horse runs on its wrong lead. Doesn't get out of the gate well. It's going to be facing tougher competition today. I think everything went its way. I think Simplification is the, the horse that I'm I'm more questioning than than uh, than any other in the race that's actually being bet. Wow, wow, different. Hey, you want a stronger opinion? I give you a stronger opinion. No, this is, this, yeah, is, this is what it. we want. This
0: is this, these are the kind of opinions we want. And again, I. Well, I'm not going to apologize, I'm just finalizing my last uh, bet here. And okay, this is going to make a break. Uh, Kyle Kyle knows exactly what I'm doing here. It's going to make a break by my day. Let me go back and uh, put the PPs here on screen. Kyle, uh, pace situation here. At, at, at what I see right now, the Florida Derby, um, it says four minutes to post. And I think they were still parading. So you guys mm-hmm. saw that as well. That is so crazy, I think, yeah. Uh, shocking, there's a post lag here at Gulfstream. Um, oh, really? Shocking. Um, Kyle, let's talk about pace situation because I think this is going to be very, very important here. Um, Classic Causeway pretty much knows only one way. I'm sure he's going. The big question for me in this race is the simplification break, number one. And number two, how much pace pressure does either charge it and or White Barrio put on Classic Causeway? How do you see the race flow uh, in this race, Kyle?
2: Well, I 100%. For me, I hundred percent see Charge It going out to lead to Classic Causeway because, like I said, Classic Causeway knows one way, and if he gets his way, he should win. I think. I think Pletcher and Sayas are going to go after him. I think Charge It's going to be at that main pace pressure. White Abario, I think, might sit off a little bit, like um, kind of like his run in the in the Holy Bull, just sit off about a length and a half, two lengths back, and try and take that pocket to the win. Tip out, um papa cap i think same way i'm against i know you are as well i'm completely against papa cap and i think that just looking at um the telecast here but i haven't seen a single person have a classic causeway in their top four which could mean he's yeah. probably gonna win by 20 but um just it's i think it's just super interesting uh cj mentions
0: yeah now listen i on thursday we had Justin Christine on the show, as I'm not looking, peering over to my right, looks like they just went on the track. It says two minutes to post. It'll probably be more like four or five minutes long. So we have time, guys. Uh, CJ brings up Justin Christine, my wonderful guest on the show from Thursday, from Trip No Pros. Thought the one was interesting. It's 30 to one right now on the one. I was not as huge a fan as Justin was on this horse. He was very wide. I think he could clunk up. Uh, the horse that I'm a lot more interested in and in, 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 in we talked about, Actually, he's taking some money, guys. I see fourteen to one on Old Captain right now, off of a twenty to one morning line. No, that was not my money in the wind oh, bet. I do. I cannot. I, I cannot change the uh, the the the, the pool uh, that big and move it down six points. But uh, he's taking money, and I think the key for O Captain. And if you want to know about O Captain, you'd have to go back and watch my show. Um, there's two things that to have to happen with O Captain. Number one, they're going to have to go up front. And listen, I thought they'd go up front in the fantasy; they never did. I—it's hard for me to believe they're not going to go an honest pace. So they have to go an honest pace for O Captain. Number one. Number two, um, O Captain's going to have to save some ground in the first turn. I don't see that as much as a problem. My guess is Rosario is going to take back a little bit and come around, and then he's going to have to run a big race. But again. Uh, Jim, I do not see a lot of closing in this race, in my opinion, or horses that can close, I should say. I mean, who are the horses in here that can pass Jim other than, I don't know, I guess Papacat Cat um, and Old Captain? The others are all stalkers or speed, right?
1: Yeah, I agree 100% with that. I just don't see a scenario where a closer is going to really have a chance in the race. Historically, the, the Florida Derby goes to front runners. Gulfstream Legion yeah. is kind of front runners. The first turn really hurts, it comes up real fast. Um, oh, captain is probably going to go right to the rail, they're going to have to come from 10th, 11th, 9th, um, going to have to pass a lot of good horses. Um, the, the fact that Classic Causeway doesn't need the race could hurt, because if Charge It is hell-bent on being on the front, Classic Causeway could say, you know what, we'll sit second, see if it works. If it doesn't, fine, so it's a paid workout. I don't think they're going to battle. I, I don't see a scenario where there's a lot of speed in the front. Um, uh,
0: that's and, interesting. By the way, I don't need Oak captain to win. Uh, By the way, just for the record, if he gets in second or third, uh, depending on what happens, I could be very happy. Kyle, just let let me me set the stage for everyone out there, okay? Uh, There's a live money contest through ExpressBet. I'm having an okay day. I'm not going to sit here and BS people. Um, I do have enough money going to last race where I can make a big move and a big play, and that's what I'm doing. Again, I don't want to prefer not to say exactly what I'm doing. Let's just say the play I'm making could vault me into a very nice situation. The top three uh, finishers of the contest at express bet will get a seat to the NHC. Uh, and then there's also the top 10 finishers get a $3,500 uh, free entry into the Kentucky Derby contest. And then the top five finishers, there's uh, also prize pool. So there was about 170 people in it. Um, I was about in 40th, 45th, somewhere around there coming in this last race, I had a few things not quite work out for me. Well, but, and again, I don't want to give out details. Let's just say I have enough money here uh, to fire into this race. And I'm firing. Cause that's just what I do. Um, and I, I, I need a captain to run. Well, let's just say it that way in, in the money. If O Captain's in the money could be very interesting for me. Now that I just gave away my pick, I'm sure all the people now listen, no, no, no one listens to me. No one cares. Um, uh, Kyle, this, the track seems pretty fair. Um, you know, it's there have been some horses on the outside that are able to close. We saw uh Kathleen O three or four wide and close, so it does seem to be a fair track. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, and then there was that one, um, oh, I don't remember his name in one of those races, the four off the layoff that was able to close by everyone. Yeah, yeah, it was able to close by everyone as well. So, absolutely, it's it seems pretty fair today. I've Been watching it, been like we've been watching it all day, so it seems pretty fair. i against it, just matters about that pace scenario is that if charge it and classic causeway can put the pressure on and so some, maybe someone from the outside can put the pressure on as well. Then we might have a race with it and simplification might have this shot. But again, it's all about the pace development as we saw at Oakland, you know, we thought that pace was gonna develop as well. So you know, I think the that's one the thing we thing. haven't
0: the one thing we have not mentioned is there's some bombs in this race. We've seen it before where some bomb knucklehead just sends out hard gym and changes the complexion. I mean there are horses on the outside that have no chance to win. But I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. If not, at least try. So um, I don't know. It's going to be fascinating here, uh, Jim. It, talk about Charge It. Charge It right now, as I see, is a two to one favorite. I I really like this horse. I would not. I would never bet him on the win at a two to one, Jim. Um, he's awfully talented though, and could uh, put pressure on your two right from the start. Yeah,
1: I, I think Charge It is the only alternative to the two horse to win. I think one of the two will make the front. I don't think they're going to hook up. I don't know if charge it is fast enough to get to the front though. Um, the last race was they, they walked the dog in the last race. I mean, look at those fractions at 24, 47 and change. Gonna have to go a couple seconds faster here. I think classic causeway will go to the front, peek over. If charge it is gonna just go like crazy, you're gonna let him go. If not, I think charge will sit behind. I just think they're gonna line up one two, but not hook. Um, I, I,
0: I think that's very I think it's very possible. You see the early time form there for charge it is 114. I do wanna mention jim you're absolutely right about the last race but his maiden race he broke from the inside and went 23 and 3 and 46 in his first start ever uh i, I think he's got plenty of early speed although i'm not going to disagree the two uh classic causeway is a 120 early time form not only that the two breaks really well like, i've never beautiful. seen the two yeah. not break well again to me the question is how much is the three? Listen, the three used to be very fast. I mean, he is fast. He just had trouble out of the gate the last two times. If the three breaks, Jim, there's no reason why the three can't also be up there. We going not have to see what happens. Well, when you look at the other ones, I mean, the four has absolutely no shot, but, I mean, he's not exactly slow out of the gate. You know, Papa Cat uh, is more of a stalker, but, I mean, he's shown speed before. What about Witebari with Tyler? I mean, he cannot be four wide in this race, so... Tyler's going to read the break, but, I, but I'm assuming White Barrow's got to at least go a little bit. And then you have these horses, like I said, on the outside that you know really have no shot. So, I, I you know, Jim, you lay it out very well. I think it's very possible that Classic Cosby gets the lead and then the uh, jock on the six, who's uh, sayas who's the leading rider, uh, will just sort of sit and be comfortable. It could be 2-6, two, 6-2 six, six, two around the track. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me either. Um, I'm just not in love with classic causeway in terms of the fact that he just hasn't beaten, in my opinion, really anyone that good, uh, this year. And you see, you see his speed figs, you know, the best he's run is an, as a naive, I don't know if he's improving.
1: We'll see the, the interesting horse here could be simplification. I had heard an interview with there. Antonio Sanyo, the uh, yeah. trainer. Actually, they're said, going in. they're, they're well, stepping. I'll, I'll let you finish real quick. They are stepping well, to the gate. He said they're going to lead with simplification, that they want to get better out of the gate, and they don't want to get uh, too far behind classic and Charges. So they plan to be real near the front.
0: Okay. Um, listen, they're loading the gate, guys. It's very exciting. Of course, we all know that uh, all, all of you are a little bit ahead of us. Uh, the break is going to be huge in this race. There's three or four races. I just want to see O Captain Rosario just flying late and give me at least a cheap thrill. Um, if he wins, that would be absolutely fine too. In a weird way, it's too late for you. I will say that I have big tries with O Captain, everyone. I need him in the money, especially second or third. Actually, probably even better than first, believe it or not. So that's pretty much my contest play. We also have those pick four plays in the podcast pool. I didn't even mention we're live to two, three, five, six, seven, nine. In the podcast pool, in the pick four um, for some money as well. So, if you're watching this at home, you're part of the podcast pool, you absolutely want the nine to win. Here we go, guys. It's the Florida Derby right here. Uh, two and three break well. Actually, the uh, charge did not break great, guys. No. Uh, but they yeah, are lining doing. up outside of there. Uh, White Abaros, four wide. Simplification broke real well. It doesn't look like they're flying. Uh, Charger's going to have to win this by taking some dirt, so we'll see. My nine, by the way, is in a pretty darn good spot right now, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim, your thoughts early. You're probably pretty happy right now, right?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm real happy right now. This is just what uh, I thought might happen. Um, I was surprised yep. the simplification yeah. got out as well as he did, and I think he's going to be real tough now. I think it's going to be two, three to the line. I hope your nine can come up.
0: They yeah. went 23 and 3. That's not flying.
1: Papa Cat is
0: three wide and sort of pressing the front, too. So that should make them go faster. I'll be shocked if Classic Causeway wins from here. I'm just going to say it right now. I, I just, we'll, we'll see. Charges taking wow. a lot of dirt. Look at
2: the late money. Simplification 2 to 1. Classic Causeway. Uh, Classic Causeway's
0: backing out of it, guys, a little bit, unless he's saving. 47. Simplification's about to take over. White yep. Abario, Papacat is running a monster race. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? No, Papacat right now it's Simplification and Papacat. Here comes White Abario. It's, White Abario. it's stepping up. Uh, it does not look like oh, Captain's going to be in there. He's just not running well enough. Simplification and Papacat Right now you got White He's Abario. Here comes Chargett. Oh, my goodness. Look at the stride on it. Are you kidding me? Charge has got a monster stride. I don't know if he can get there. Uh, White Abario, three wide. They're three across the track. There? in the Florida Derby simplification white Papacad, yeah, here comes tits. white abario who just came goes. in a little bit white abario and you got charge it on the outside trying to come he's lugging in it's going to be white abario or charge it oh, white God, abario locked. charge oh, it continues God. to lug in that's going to cost him the race abario. white abario for and the celebration wow white abario takes the Florida Derby charge it a very tough luck second uh they finished they went 110 for the three quarters they finished in a relatively slow 150 and three i wouldn't say those most visually impressive race white a barrio for i believe Safi joseph right for Safi joseph takes it guys there's a lot to unpack oh captain by the way just didn't really run on um they were going fast
2: enough. It was just too much, too soon. I we guess. For... Charger coming down the stretch right now. He's going to go in behind uh, the seven, and he's going to almost have like a check moment. At yeah, that well, he was green. He was very green. He went to the whip yeah. right hand, and he just and right. he just, uh, you know what? If he
0: he tried to steer him. You know what? I'll tell you what. I I want to make it. We're watching the replay here. I'll tell you what cost Charger possibly, and that was Saez, right? The horse was green. It, we're gonna we're definitely gonna be showing the replay here at some point. Deep in stretch, did you see that um, when, when he was lugging in, Luis Ayes straightened him out, but then he touched him right-handed. Did you see that? And that made him go a little bit more. If he, if, if Luis Ayes stays left-handed, and he's a great jockey, in my opinion, if Luis Ayes stays left-handed the entire length of stretch, I actually think Chargett wins. Chargett was as green as grass. Uh, White of Barrio, I got to admit, I didn't love him. In this race, he had, a, he had a temperature. They had to back up his work. I know Justin Christine did not like him at all. I was wishy-washy on White of Barrio. I, I didn't love him. I thought it was you know possible. Charger was just all over the place. Um, I'm going to shut up, Jim, your your impressions here. White of Barrio, Charger, and then uh, uh, so was it Papacat third then?
2: No, it was uh, Simplification er, third. I'm oh, sorry, Simplification yeah. third. Jim, oh, Capman
0: okay, the ninth and fifth. What say you, Jim?
1: Well, I think White Abario maybe is 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 underrated by all of us. I mean, I, I I thought the last race was brace was a fluke. I thought that in the last race simplification break that White Abario was chasing a thirty to one horse around the track and go by any time, and really got the best of it. A second time with a fever. I don't know if that's maybe an angle like trainers want to start. You know. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> Tom
0: Espinoza, Tom like White Abario. Nice job, Tom. There you go, Dean G liked. Uh, White Abario, um, Chad, Chad Shexnader. Chad, thanks for Let me bring him on. Hey, where, why is this not working? There we go. Oh, sorry. There we go. Chad, Chad Shexnader of the Fairgrounds Podcast. He's been on twice. Chad, thanks for joining the show. Really appreciate you uh, uh, joining us there. Um, Tom also mentioned, yeah, the, the charge was absolutely all over the place. Uh, Kyle, your impressions, how good is White Abario? Uh,
2: is he a threat in the Derby? I mean – I'm the same way everyone else is, I think. It's just, you know, we could see that, you know, he's one of the contenders in the race, but we didn't think that he could beat the likes of Simplification and charge it. I mean, but just coming off the pace, again, that same trip that we all have been saying, just coming out like from the middle and then just tips out and comes over the top. And it's just it's the same thing he did in the Holy Bull. And like you said, but like Jim said, he passed the 30 to one. So no, no one's really looking at it. But I mean, if he can continue to improve, I mean... He'll probably get a decent buyer from that race as well. So, uh, by the way, five to two, he got that down yep. to mm-hmm.
0: the, the late money at Gulfstream is. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yep. Which, say anything which, untoward. It's just great. Some of the I mean,
1: smartest handicappers in the world are late money I, Gulfstream. I huh? guess
0: so. Simplification, by the way, I ended up going off the favorite guy. Simplification yep. was the favorite at mm-hmm. two to one. Why the buyer a second choice? Charge it. Uh, let me talk about and old oh, Captain finished fifth. I mean, he didn't embarrass himself. He didn't he didn't uh, do what I needed him to do, to be very honest. Uh, but I mean, he ran respectively, uh, respectfully. Um, classic cause Jim. I not. Mean, I, I don't want to rain on your parade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he was awful, though. We we have to call it like we see it.
1: Did, did he cross the finish line yet? I mean, I think <laughs> he's
0: just finishing. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, any thoughts, Jim? I mean, you, we got to talk about our opinions, right? I mean, we, we, what do you think happened there?
1: I'll be interested to see what Brian Lynn says after the race. I mean, uh, that was just a poor performance. He didn't make the three quarters and he was already backing up. And actually, he might have cost Charge it a bit because I think he backed up into Charge it. Charge had a, you know, a young horse on the inside taking dirt for the first time and got a horse stopping in front of him. So that that may have cost charge it a bit too. Uh the reason he stopped, I don't know. The fractions weren't tough. Um, he wasn't getting a ton of pressure. Uh, no real excuses. I, I, am surprised that he ran as poorly as he did coming off of that work, especially.
0: Well, I, I, I'll say a few things. And by the way, we only have one minute to post, um, in the next race at Oakland, which is an allowance race, uh, that I said we would talk about, but you know what guys, I think well, There's we'll, we'll, now we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about the Oakland. There's really not much to, uh, to, to, to say about that race itself. Let me go ahead and switch the the picks here, uh, Oakland race 11. We'll, we'll come. We have time to talk about the floor derby guys. Let's very quickly. I'm not going to show the PPs. There's a horse called Garhol, a really, really good, um, Arkansas bred. And I've not seen, um, I don't know if you guys can help me here. I have not seen the, um, uh, the odds right now. What is Garhol right now? Guys, let's see.
2: Four to five.
0: Wow. Garhol is four to five right now. And all, uh, let's see. Uh, actually, I see. Uh, Trump the
1: court know, is five to one. Ma- Macron, Macron is five two.
0: Macron is five. This is really a three-horse race in theory. Supremacy is six to one on the outside. That I'm a little bit scared about because he's got back numbers from last year, but he hasn't raced very good this year. with Brad Cox, I suppose, Supremacy is the one that could really um, f up my my horizontal.
1: Yes, uh, Supremacy error. is a horse to look out for. He stepped – he walked out of the gate last time. At the quarter pole, he was five lengths behind the other ten horses in the field. Okay. Vic Stoffer actually called him third last time. He just lost a, a head bob for third. Um, if he gets out a little bit better, he's going to be dangerous in this race. Wow.
0: So I need to put a win bet on this horse to <laughs> save her? Is that what you hear? I got my phone here. No. Hold on a second.
1: The, th- the thing that's going to hurt Supremacy – How much should I put this in? The Which? post. I think the post is really going to work against and, sh- and this The second race in a row didn't break well from the gate. Um, yeah, I don't
0: he's know. Gonna have, he's gonna have to. I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna back him up a little small win bet here. Um, I mean, he's, I gonna, would, have to, he's gonna have to. to revert back to one of his better races. Storm the court. Fascinating spot for him. I'm shocked. Peter Urton sends his horse. I mean, classy winner. We all remember the Breeders' Cup yeah. Juvenile when he won at five thousand one and Brittany Irton celebrated on air as, as you know as she should have, which is a, a great story. Um, breaking from the inside in the year layoff. To me, guys, if Garhall gets the right any kind of trip, really, um, he can win. And and Marshall Graham, who was on the show on Wednesday, loves Garhol. He told me on the show uh, that if this horse was anywhere near like 5 to 2, he'd be making one of his biggest bets of the year. The horse is 4 to 5, so I don't mm-hmm. know if Marshall's what kind of bet. We do have some more comments as they're about to approach the gate there, the Oaklawn race. We will get back to the Fuller Derby because there's some more things to talk about here. Uh, Richard Flax, I did not see the pick four payout. If someone wants to pick uh, that, the,
2: that's what I was going to say. I'm going to look we at it. We hit it, right
0: it. Richard. We have it. Uh, we hit it for a dollar. We have it twice. So if you're part of the podcast pool, we do have the pick four for a dollar. If
2: anyone wants to find
0: out what that paid, That'd pick be great. four for
2: fifty cents paid two hundred twenty fifty.
0: Okay, so the podcast pool. If you're part of the podcast pool, we got four about four fifty. Uh, which frankly is spot? What we put in to be honest. So uh, we needed we needed a, need a bigger price there. We actually the three or six probably would have been better for us, but we basically broke even. And again, I'm not going to BS you people out there. Uh, we we played a big pick for the podcast pool. Um, anyway, the, the the race is about to go off here at Oaklawn. I personally need uh, Garhol and or uh, the eight McCrone. Uh, let's just see what happens here. We're off. <laughs>
2: And I'll be and transparent as well. I have, I have a big trifecta straight five eight. So let's see what it can happen.
0: They are. I'll tell you what, did not get off great. Nope. Uh, they are flying. Sure, it sure looks that way. It looks like they are absolutely
2: flying. Which storm the, the courts the one and the me. two
0: that should set up fine for Garhol and Macron, But I don't. This is about as far back as I've seen Garhol. That's a slight concern to me. If this has got to be twenty one three or something, 21-3. it is twenty
2: one three. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Was I right? I, I, it, dead on like, the number, How? actually. Uh, Varian put <laughs> up on the screen there. Okay. Uh, right now, McCrone is on the inside. Garhol's going to be three wide. Um, he hasn't even been asked yet, though. There is 21-3 there. He's
2: moving up pretty good Flying.
0: Uh, Macron's getting a nice trip from the inside. but might have a little traffic trouble here, as might the uh, – it needs to open up. It's all depend on who gets the hole here. Macron looks like he's about to get through. Garhall's going to go Garhold's down. And going to have to weave in between here. I don't know if Garholt's going to get there or not. Uh it's starting to fall apart a little bit. Macron is taking the lead. Here comes Garhol. If Garhall wins this race, I mean, we he's... all know he's good. The six is trying to get in there. come on, Garhol.
1: Nope. No, he's gonna be a step short. Yeah, uh, get, at five. least get this
0: eight up though. Yeah, okay. five. All All right. Eight six five. The six ran a big race. Uh Garhall, I think, got just too far back.
2: Yeah. 100 percent
0: Uh they went 109 and 3. So that was the first time Garhol was facing open company. By the way, also, which obviously matters, um, in terms of the vertical uh betting, again, if you're part of the uh podcast pool, I'd also like to say uh, that that was a B for us, so we are alive in the pick five. And not only that, by the way, this this pick three's got to be okay. What did the pick three pay here to uh, let's stick to Macron? It's got to be okay, okay. going yep. forward here. Let me look at the dollar pick three uh 172 okay we got you got a, a pretty nice uh uh pick five going here although i now use my two B. so if you're part of the podcast pool we are now three by four uh to end the pick five and we would only have it actually we're live to a dollar pick five three by four if you're part of the podcast pool you know the picks that we have Again, we're going to be live, basically the three top choices in the Arkansas Derby and the four, what I think are the four best horses personally, or four of the better horses in a wide open race to end it. It's nail biting time. And if we do happen to hit it, we'd hit it for a dollar pick five wow. and we would definitely uh, get our money back and, and, and profit. So let's hope that um, the, the podcast pool hits. Um, all right. Let me go back here. Uh, I'll tell you what, guys, we're going to take a real short break. We've been going live here. Uh, we're going to take a very quick uh, commercial break. Let us uh, catch our breaths here. We have uh, two more races left. Excuse me, one more race. Sorry. One more race left so can we cover. It's the big one, it's the Arkansas Derby. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and take the banners off the screen. We'll be back literally in about two minutes, folks, and you will see a 30-second countdown on the screen to know we'll be back. Again, that is Kyle Roscoe right there, Jim Pilar is right there. This is the HHH Racing Podcast. We're watching live coverage of the Florida Derby and the Arkansas Derby. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We will be right back after, I guess we say, these messages. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here live. Uh, Kyle, you said we can watch the replay of the Florida Derby somewhere. Is that correct?
2: It is on like if you go to the um, like the betting sites. The betting sites have the replay up already. My first bet one has it up.
0: Uh, so I could Twin Spire should have it up then. It should. Can me?
1: I thought I saw it here. Um, we'll, we'll,
0: I don't think the form will have it. We're we're gonna go ahead and try to show. Both. What I'd like to do, folks, is show the replay of the Florida Derby. They already have it up. Wow, that's really fast. Mm-hmm usually both, takes a little more time.
2: Both Naira um, and ExpressBread both have it up right now.
0: They do. Okay. So we're going to try to uh, show that here. I don't see it on. Hmm. Um, okay. on uh,
2: page because that's, uh, that's what I had to do. Okay. But yeah, Naira does have it.
0: You know what you could do if um, actually, let's see. Uh by the way, I really should, I should try to talk about the leaderboard here as well. Uh, let me let me talk about. Uh, actually, I don't know if it's gonna be in yet. Who won the Who won the contest here? No, it is not official yet, so I don't want to say anything about that. Um, can you send me a link there, Kyle? We can check that out maybe. Yeah. Uh, put the link in the chat, perhaps. Um, trying to get to where we can.
2: Yeah, no, I understand. Um, like I said, it's on the betting website. So Naira, you have a Naira account, right? Uh, I do. We can we can do I'll that here. Uh,
0: let me let's see here. And, and on a Naira Bets, I can use Naira. Correct. So well, shout out to Naira Bets. Um, <laughs> I gotta log in now though. Let Let's see here. We're We're gonna try to get to the replay. We got plenty of time, folks. for The Arkansas Derby. We want to show the replay here of the um of the florida derby which okay I'm trying to get to here you said they have the replay huh yeah,
2: yeah. um if on to the see. top if you go so like when yeah you i'm watching it right now howard you go to goldstream or you have to go to goldstream yeah i think i got it here yeah yep okay we're gonna do oh this is
0: what is this is the live feed Oh, is it well we don't want this
2: you Hold go to um is it was it race it was race 14 right yep yeah, yeah. they're not showing it right now you got to go to uh, results in the top in the top bar uh, right. the results okay no problem and then sorry everyone for out. what's
1: going on here uh the
0: results for Gulfstream. okay I'm, I'm looking at a screen i don't usually go to guys so i apologize yeah hit yeah.
1: results and videos.
0: videos yep okay um this should be it here let's see yep here it is guys let me take let me go ahead and again. I apologize for it. I'm just sort of waiting here. I'm going to turn the volume off. We don't need to hear the call, although we could. Let me stop it there. Bring it on. Let, let's talk about we we have plenty of time for the Arkansas Derby here. Let's just quickly watch the replay of the uh, Florida Derbies. I bring it up on the screen now that we can watch it here. Um, let's just go ahead and watch. I'll pause it through as we as we talk here as they as they go ahead and they break. Uh, From the gate, you're going to see simplification broke well. Let me just freeze it right here. You can see there, there's charge. It didn't quite break uh, perfectly. White Abario, of course, is the gray uh, breaking very well. Jim, you were surprised simplification was up as up close to um, Classic Causeway as he was.
1: Maybe not surprised because the trainer said before the race, uh, Sanyo, that they were going to try to break better and not let Classic Causeway get away from them. Maybe he was a little bit too close to the hot pace. It's hard to tell. I don't think it was a hot pace, though. Um, I'm very curious. Um, I thought simplification maybe was a little bit dressed up coming into the race. Maybe that's the only opinion I've had right so far. Um, But I really don't have an excuse for the horse. Uh, uh, Classic Causeway stopped, inherited the lead, and couldn't hold the rest of them off. So let's freeze it right here. So you've got got Classic
0: Causeway, who always breaks well, in a good spot. Simplification, exactly where you think he would want to be. Papa Cat loomed up and actually almost ran a, a better race than he's run. I was completely against him, uh, but he he ran perfectly fine and great job, fantastic job here. White Barrio. was that Siaz? I got to go back and
2: look. No, it's uh Tyler.
0: Oh Tyler Gaffleyon, sorry. What a great job by Tyler because he was in the forepath there, guys, mm-hmm. a little bit, and he's able to angle over in a good spot. I, I'm gonna probably talk about charge a lot in this race because he didn't break great. Not bad. Didn't break great. Took a lot of dirt. He, talk about an education. This is a serious education by this horse guys. takes a ton of dirt and still ran on well. By the way, my you 9-0 know captain, my long shot uh, bomb play, was right here. Uh, and then the one who's a horse that was Justin Christine was interested in, who he thought would break better, again broke slow and was too far back and didn't really uh, uh, run that well. We'll go ahead and show this through. Um, they're going to put the fractions up here. All horses appear to be pretty comfortable. Um, White Abario is rating very kindly. And Jim, there you see the 23 and three. I mean, they're not flying, uh, but I I wouldn't say they're crawling either. Uh, Everyone looking pretty comfortable here. Uh, Your thoughts right at this point, Jim.
1: It's interesting as I'm looking at it now, um, the horses that, finished uh finished near the top other than Papa well classic causing a cat but uh simplification six seven they're sitting second fourth and fifth right now so there wasn't a lot of deep closing in the race uh, looks like you do have to be really the closer into the first flight um cat there it's funny the way you froze it uh, almost checks a little bit or, or maybe it's just the way the the frame is i think it's um, just the
0: frame he's fine he's in the yeah. clear three wide uh, Kyle down the backstretch. Um, yeah, and know what
1: happens, to charge it
0: now. Well, you see, I mean, charge it. He, he's trying to get out. I mean, charge it. He was trying to get to the outside there. I should have had right here. I mean, anchors down for classic causeway. Uh, if simplification is the real deal, you see, 47 1. I, I think if you're a fan of simplification, this race has got to cause serious concern, Kyle, because really, he broke well. He was in a perfect
2: spot. He took over. And
0: as we watch the race, you just just could not finish it off at all.
2: I think, yeah, 500,000%. It's just, the thing is, um, I mean, you have that outside draw um, thing from Papa Cap that I was laughing about while we were watching the race, because he, I mean, he actually did finish fourth, so he finished up decently, but not like we all thought, not to the extent, like I said, before the right. three-quarter pole. I mean, yeah, cause, Causeway's dropping an anchor already. They're pretty, not a, like I said, not a fast pace, not a slow pace, but... I think that hurts everyone from the back that, you know, like Jim said, everyone from the front or the middle is going to be the white, the finishes at the end. Yeah. The,
1: the top four now are going to finish the top four, just yeah. what order they're going to finish in. That's correct.
2: Absolutely. I know there are some comments. We'll put them up.
0: Um, we need to talk about Charger. Charge is mm-hmm. absolutely under the whip. I mean, asking a ton. I mean, look at this, but, but look at the stride. I don't. You, I mean, it's a little bit hard to tell. Charge has got a monster stride, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, look at how like long his stride is here. He's reaching out. Right here, I actually thought Charger was going to win. To be honest, right here, I did too. Um, uh, Papa Cat gives it up. He's on the wrong lead, like he usually does. And simplification. Here comes White at Barrio. I mean, he could not have gotten a better trip. Now watch. Now watch carefully, guys. With Charger again, Louis Saez is fantastic. They went one ten and three to three quarters. And because I'm a math teacher, I can do the math. They went twenty three three the first quarter. Uh, they went twenty three and three again in the second quarter, and they went twenty three and three uh yeah three so listen th- this is an honest pace they're clicking off 23 and change here um i don't think this final quarter really was that fast though I little concern going forward but you see right here now watch chart okay he sees left hand here right guys left-handed right. correct and again mm-hmm. i'm not a jockey i've never been on a horse but we have the right to criticize because i think charge it would have been a little bit better for me frankly but i'm, I'm okay with white Abarra winning selfishly watch what happens here so he goes right hand stick, right? Look, look what he does. See this? Yeah, he, okay, so fine, no problem. saya's now he corrects, right, guys? He's correcting with his left hand, but watch a few strides from now. He switches back to his right. I think this is what caused him, right? See, he 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 angled right there. You see it right there? Mm-hmm. And he ducks in again. Did, you, did everyone see that? Yeah. Watch this one more time. This this is very important. I'm going to back it up a little bit, right? <laughs> Oh, sorry, I got back up more. My bad. Okay. Watch again. Charge it, guys. Okay, he ducks in. He corrects. It looks like to me, guys, he's got the momentum to go by, in my mm-hmm. personal opinion. Okay, but right right there, he goes – see, ducks in again. And now – and you can see, look, he can't – he's like in a bad spot. He would almost – I mean, by the way, how dangerous is this sport? I mean, this is, what, a, a foot? Yeah. Right here where they could have checked and had a disaster.
1: You now he's he to kind dive to the rail?
0: He's – uh, I don't know. Now, and now he's on the wrong lead. See, now he's, yeah. he lost his lead. He had a lead change, and that cost him. Um, could he and have won? If comment, comment on the screen. Could have charged it, come up in between simplification. and what, right here, right, right here. If he comment. stayed right there, maybe. I don't know. I know it looks like we're splitting hairs, and, and he lost by, you know, a length, but he lost right. his momentum. I don't know, guys. Comment what you think they're on the screen. I'm going to go ahead and take this. Actually, let me let me do this before I get in trouble again. <laughs> uh, I don't want to show something I shouldn't be showing. Comment what you guys thought. I personally think maybe Jim's right. Maybe if he just stayed in between, he maybe he could have won. I personally think if he just stayed left-handed yeah. and therefore he didn't have to change his leads, I think he wins. Jim, what's your thought looking at Coltsy out in the stretch?
1: When I looked at it, the horse's head was, was pointed to the rail. I think the horse in, itself wanted to run to the rail, that the horse was maybe used to training, you know, along the rail and thought that's where he should be. And the jockey wanted to keep him outside. And there was that moment of confusion there. You know, the horse wanted to go inside. The jockey wanted to keep him a little bit out. And he ended up running behind White And you know, kind of in no man's land for that half a second. Lost his lead. Um, really, it was impressive that he still held on for second and, and ran as well as he did, you know, considering that he was so green and a little bit rough in the stretch. Uh, as he was. Uh, I think a great experience for him. I hope they don't put him in the Derby. I think he's probably got enough points to call by running second. Um, but this is a horse, I think, that maybe needs a little more seasoning, a little bit more work, um, Target something a little bit further down, maybe a Preakness. Um, uh, again, a lot of, lot of uh, hope for the horse. I think he's going to be an excellent horse going forward, maybe later in the season, though.
0: Uh, well, he's definitely qualified, Jim. He's got 40 yeah. points. He's definitely in the Derby if they choose to go. Um, and then the Simplification finished third, right? So Simplification was already in. So really, in terms of the point situation, what we got out of today here, out of this race, is White Barrio's in, um, and Chargers is in. The, fr- the top three finishers are in, and Classic Causeway is in also, He's though, in. because of the Florida Derby win. Um, you know what? I wouldn't be shocked if Classic Causeway actually runs better in the Derby than he did today, uh, only because they were not even thinking about, they they were questioning whether to go into this race. It's sort of a quick turnaround, Jim. I just don't like, this is a bad race to come off into the Derby, and also the pace scenario with Forbidden Kingdom. Um, It sure looks like it's going to be fast, with simplification now getting in. White is not a speed horse, but he's not slow. The Derby right now sure sets up like there's going to be plenty of
2: early speed, Kyle, as of right now. 100%. I mean, and you had Epicenter into that mix as well, and you know, you got, that's a three way, at least right there. So definitely a lot of early pace, I think, sets up for the Derby, which could make it really interesting to see, you know, well, you know, who's going to prepare for the Derby You know, of simplification if they look those two races. And then they look at this one where he goes off the lead and kind of doesn't have enough at the end. Do they, you know, start training more towards, you know, a middle pack or something like that. So I yeah. think a lot of this could be very interesting, especially with Epicenter and Forbidden Kingdom being added to the mix.
0: Again, if you're watching live, that's Kyle Roscoe right below on screen there, Jim Pilaris, Thanks for joining us here on episode 125, the second ever live show. Tell us what you think of this format. Do you enjoy the show? Again, we can't show the actual video live due to uh, copyright issues and whatnot, but we're reacting to it live as we see it. Of course, you're seeing it a few seconds ahead. I'm enjoying the hell out of myself. I can tell you that. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Please comment down below the video player how you think of this format. If you're enjoying the show, what changes you'd like to see, I'm certainly open uh, to comments. We have about 21 minutes to the Arkansas Derby. So let's make our final comments here on the floor Derby. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frame it this way and I'm going to go to Jim first. Jim, if charge it, goes to the Kentucky Derby, which I'm assuming they will, what yes. odds do you think it'll be and what chance do you give him as of this very moment?
1: I think the odds will be long. I think the odds will be 20 to one plus. Um, the horse is green, young, and experienced. Um, I don't think I would like to bet the horse in the Derby. I think it's too soon. I think it's too big of a field. Um, I, uh, couldn't make the front in this field. Um, got out with fourth or fifth. Did get a great experience. Um, mile and a quarter. 20-horse field, good horses that are going to be in the front. Um, if Charger goes and draws money, won't be any of mine. My-
2: uh, Kyle, thoughts on Charger going forward? See, I think, um, and no disrespect to Jim at all, I no. think it's actually going to be used as a – as the opposite i think they're going to see him as green in this race and this experience is going to kind of help him towards the kentucky derby i think he's going to sit maybe you know maybe he doesn't go fully maybe sits a middle trick like he kind of did here and that type of thing especially with the pace like i said before i think he's probably going to be about five to one six to one i would say somewhere about there i think the hype train is still going to go what
0: in the derby no no Uh, way no, you gotta. You, you must be still smoking some of that gone from college or something, Kyle. You are absolutely crazy. Six to one. I mean, no way. Twenty to
1: one. Yeah.
0: No, I. Well, I'll. I'll let you
2: finish. Kyle. Oh, I mean, I don't think. I just don't think he's going to be uh, like as high as some people think he is. I think. I mean, granted, you know, obviously Forbidden Kingdom and stuff like that, but I'm um, taking to take a lot of that early money or that lot of that money. But I don't. I don't see him being higher than fifteen to one. Like I said, six to one might be a little low. And I mean, that might just be my, you know, my so, overestimation. But
0: my first thought, and then we're going to talk about the Arkansas Derby. I promise everyone. Uh, my first thought is I need to see the number. I need to see what the buyer number is. I think that was a decent race. I'm going to say it's somewhere in the mid 90s. It didn't blow me away. They were, I wouldn't say they were flying home. I yeah, mean, I, I don't think it's going to be a number that's going to blow me away. I will say this, even though there's three more Derby preps next week, I think Charge is going to be the wise guy horse of the Derby. I really? think he's going to be around 12. I, I agree with Kyle. He's going be around wow. not 6-1. I think Jimmy's going to be around 12, 15-1, somewhere in there. He's got a long stride. I'm not saying I love him on top. This is the kind of horse I think I'd really like to use underneath, for sure, based on what I saw. The education this horse got, I mean, how many lengths is that education worth? I don't know. If he works well, Jim and Kyle – if he works well at Churchill and looks good, I think he's going to be one of the wise guy horses of the Derby. Uh, tell me what you guys think. Uh, comment, uh, you know, below the video player. Comment in the live chat. Where do you see Charge going forward? I will also say, and then we'll get to the Arkansas Derby right now. I love, love Charge it in the Belmont. I think he's going to run the Derby. I think he'll do what he'll do. I don't think he'll win. He'll probably, you know, run respectively, uh, respectfully. I think Plutcher is going to give him time off. And the way he runs with the tactical speed and the stride, I'm going to say right now, if I could put a future bet in the in the Belmont, I'd love charge in the Belmont. Uh, thoughts, guys, on maybe that, and then we'll get on. Jim, maybe a Belmont-type horse?
1: Yeah, I like the Belmont a lot better than the Derby. The Derby's only five weeks away. And for a green horse that kind of bounced around in a 20-horse field against much, much better quality than he's going to face today, just not my cup of tea. Charles thinks he might skip the Derby and go to the
0: pre. That wouldn't surprise me either. But, Kyle, I mean, when you qualify for the Derby and you're a Fletcher horse, I, I, I've had a hard time believing the connections are going to skip the Derby for the Preakness. But Charles might be right. I don't know.
2: No, I mean, and, you know, it's the thing where if, you know, it's that that not only with the talent of the horse, but it's just the esteem around the Derby and stuff like that. And you want, you know, if you want to have that horse in the Derby and especially qualifying for it, do, you know, do they have enough to you yeah. know, shy away from the Derby and move it into the Preakness, whether it's, you know, the correct Um, look at it or not.
0: Absolutely. By the way, the viewership is growing as we're talking. Thank you very much for joining the show. I'm doing a few switches on the screen. Let's talk about the Arkansas Derby, guys. The Arkansas Derby is up next. I saw about 17, 18 minutes to post. It is a fascinating race, guys, for a lot of reasons. Uh, You've got a Philly in the race. You've got some other nice horses. I wouldn't say it's the strongest rendition of the Arkansas Derby, but it's very interesting. So let's get into it right now, guys, as I go ahead and Put the banner on the screen let me take this banner off let's put our our picks on the screen here right now there we go for race 12 the arkansas derby and then i will go ahead and bring on the equibase uh, entries here we go guys all right here we go everyone the last race we are been showing live here on today's show it is the arkansas derby it's grade one Oaklawn park Look at this purse. $1.25 million. Of course, it's restricted for three-year-olds. They're going a mile and eighth. There's the field. It is a nine-horse field. Uh, By the way, BetUS on the right side. I've got a promotion with BetUS also. Check it out below the screen if you want to get a a, a nice promo of BetUS. The morning line favorite is the Philly for D. Wayne Lucas' uh, secret oath. Uh, I'm going to let... Jim, go first here. Jim, we can see your picks on the screen. Yeah. You are going with a horse formerly trained by Baffert, now in the Tim Yachtin barn with blinkers off, Doppelganger.
1: Yeah, again, uh, maybe repeating wrongly what I said earlier, but I think Doppelganger is coming here with intention. The only reason they're bringing the horse to the Derby is because it does not have any Derby points. They need to run first or second. Uh, former Baffert horse. They are sharpening the horse, getting ready for a couple of works ago. They went six furlongs of 110. That is a fast workout, came back to did it in a minute. The horse has been chasing fantastic horses on the West Coast. Um, He was actually favored against Forbidden Kingdom and Pinehurst two starts back. Um, Ran a very, very respectable fourth. Um, The race is a lot better than it looked because the race was very speed favoring. He was trying to come off of the pace and was in a blanket finish for second. He was actually bet heavily against Forbidden Kingdom in his last race. He was uh, eight to five against Forbidden Kingdom. The last race, the horse got out terrible, uh, not really walked out of the game, but got a terrible start. By the half, he was already 10 lengths behind Forbidden Kingdom. Uh, Forbidden Kingdom is everybody's now horse, the horse that everybody loving going into the Derby, and Doppelganger was still able to make up five lengths in the last half of that race against uh, Forbidden Kingdom. Um, I think they think they've got a Derby horse. Uh, they're, they're here, sharp strong. He ran against great competition on the West Coast. Um, I think he's got a big shot here. My only concern is that he tends to come off the pace and I don't know if that's gonna particularly work in this race. Don't know if there's enough race for him to chase, um, but if there is, I think he's got a, a great chance to win. I actually think it's a 2 two horse race, Doppelganger and We The People. Wow. Um, Okay. Uh, well,
0: before you, I'm sorry, I, I was showing sure no, no, by accident, but before we just very quickly, I just want to throw a shout out. This is the actual leaderboard from the contest I was in and I can't freeze it, but congratulations Stephen <laughs> Wells who finished there with almost $20,000. He wins the express bet contest. So congratulations, Stephen Wells. You see Darren Schweiger second, Evan Tromer third. They will all qualify now for the NHC. Congratulations uh, to those guys right there. Um, Doppelganger, let's let's show the start real quick because Doppelganger Jim um I loved last time. And either you could say I was wrong, I suppose, because he didn't win, but I thought he was gonna be right on top of Forbidden Kingdom. And I think this start definitely hurt. We're gonna show the replay here, just the start. Doppelganger is the five, and you're right, he sort of stutter stepped. You see the five here do a little bit uh you just didn't break great i thought he was gonna be stalking the kingdom you, and you see right there he just didn't break great and the six got away from him and, and right here you know uh he's he's already got too far to catch up correct jim go ahead yeah
1: exactly uh 100 percent. i mean the little he's, bit also of the is like...
0: he's also climbing here in between horses just not overly comfortable
1: no, not at all and um, from the, from this position um, again you see forbidden kingdom you know it's probably seven or eight nine lengths on him I think um, doppelganger runs fantastically from here he's gonna he's gonna come up you can see him making his move now he's gonna put the rest of the field to bed um, he's gonna chase forbidden kingdom when they hit the top of the stretch forbidden kingdom's got about seven eight lengths on him and doppelganger doesn't stop comes coming at him coming at him makes him a, a length or two up near the end um, I think Gonna be a little sixteenth of a mile more to work with in this race, and I, I think it's gonna suit his uh running style fantastically. The extra distance is only gonna help him. Forbidden Kingdom is long gone now, but Doppelganger's still digging in, still coming, still coming. Uh, making, you know, making a little bit of ground up, little bit of ground up here. Coming, coming, coming. <laughs> I actually thought he was gonna make up more ground. I gotta be honest. I, forbidden kingdom was fantastic. Uh, well right there now, he pulls up on him. You can see well, about for yards, sure. took a peek behind him and said, Okay, I'm oh. I'm five or six lengths clear of third. Yeah, and, um,
0: but he was never getting. He
1: was never no, getting, no, never getting. But I think never. he made up. He made up four or five lengths on a, on a horse that you know yeah. is probably going to be the favorite in the Derby. Um, losing a Forbidden Kingdom Pinehurst, I think, is there's no shame in that. Uh, got a double buyer top, um, double tire pop is Matt always states is an indication of a, a future forward move. Uh, uh, Training sharp, I think he's been running against better competition. California horses, Baffert in particular, I still consider this a Baffert horse are very successful at the arkansas derby he's got a very very big chance there uh the blinkers
0: off from what i understand baffert was planning on doing this all along listen Tim Yachtin is not gonna make a big equipment change like out of nowhere in a huge race without consulting baffert and Yachtin used to work for baffert let's make no mistake about it uh, jim i think you bring up an excellent point yeah in name they're not trained by baffert but obviously baffert's got its Got his finger, you know, his pulse on these horses for sure. The other horse uh, uh, you mentioned that you think is between is a horse that I really like. This is the horse that I have on top, We the People.
1: Yeah, We the People. But we were only flattered yesterday when a horse named Ruggs, who ran fourth in his last race, very impressive, uh, beat a two to five horse, uh, ran on, I think, a 90 buyer. Um, if you had Here that, it is he coming can, up
0: right now. Got an 83 buyer out 83, of 83,
1: okay. I thought it was a little bit higher than that um but, but the but horse went
0: so that flatters yeah,
1: the one going away by two and three quarters lengths and yeah. again uh, you can see there's, there's there was a a, a heavy favor in the race i don't know if y'all had the results of the race but he beat a heavy favor pretty easily under under restraint so it only flatters him uh, he's got the right running style for the race um ron moquette actually raves about this horse i saw an interview with ron moquette and he says of all the horses on the arkansas ground if he could have one he would love to have we the people yeah um My only concern with the people is this is his third start in seven weeks. I don't know if they're rushing the horse a bit. Um, A pretty quick turnaround, three weeks since his last race. Um, Definitely a step up in company. Um, I think really uh, if if he runs the way he did last time with the stalking style and the sudden acceleration, then he's got a big, big chance in the race. The horse I'm really against is unfortunately Kyle's pick. I'm really against the Philly Secret Oath a little bit. Um,
0: You're against the, all, all the females watching the show are now, are now upset. You better explain yourself, and then Kyle will let you talk here in just a second.
1: Yeah, my, my issue with Secret Oath is that Secret Oath has really been beating up on inferior competition in, in the Philly division in Arkansas. Um, she really has never been challenged. If you look at her past performances, she's sitting you know, all the time, third, fourth, fourth of the three quarters. Then she accelerates. Nobody goes with her. Nobody really uh, gives her a challenge on the front she goes by the front, opens up three or four, and gallops down the lane. In this particular race, if she's going to try to accelerate, she's going to have a horse like Doppelganger going with her. She's going to run into resistance at the front that she's never had before, a horse like maybe We the People, Cyberknife that might be on the front. So she's going to actually not clear as easily as she has. She's going to have other horses chasing her. She's never had that type of situation before. Um, I think the past performance are a little bit dressed up and I, I i really am against her in this position i think the way to make money in this race is that hope secret oath doesn't hit the ticket well I,
0: and, and kyle we're gonna come to you next i don't know if you guys can see of course everyone at home you could probably look on your phone or elsewhere six to five on secret oath i mean we've been talking about this all week everyone loves the philly and loves the story kyle how you got the girl against the boys blah 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 um matt brunier i thought kyle i'm gonna let you you know, a talker. Matt Brunier, I thought, brought a great point up on his show, Jim, um, on the money where he said if there was not an F next to Secret Oath's name and there was a, a G or a C, meaning if the horse was, you know, a boy, not a girl, you know, why should that really change anyone's opinion? You could say that she's been facing weaker, but Kyle, by the pure numbers, she's just as fast, if not faster than anyone in this race.
2: That is correct. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's the story. It's everyone here. Everyone heard about this horse. Everyone knows about this (laughs) horse. So the story definitely, I think, plays into the odds itself. And yeah, I said, I don't know if I told this to you throughout the week. My value line was two to one. She's going to go off at six to five. I I don't know if I can play that by any means, especially on the win end. So um, that's that's
0: that's crazy talk. I mean, Doppelganger, Jim, is... Is six times the price of secret? Oh, Doppelganger six to one, Jim. You're getting six to one on Doppelganger right now. Yeah,
1: believe me. I'll be rushing over to my uh, account now. And, all and right, well,
0: <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have to go to a longer commercial break for Jim. I'll tell you what, you pe- people out there watching might feel the same way. Um,
1: is this Rachel Alexander or Zaneta running? I thought it was secret. I, it.
0: Listen, she's faced weaker, but she's done it really well, uh, Kyle. You can't take that away. You can only beat who you have in front of her. Um, and there should be some pace also to set it up, you know. Um, I, I don't think they're going to the Derby with her. From what I understand, they're going to, go to the Oaks anyway. Of course, D-Wayne Lucas could change his mind in a heartbeat. I'm going to say flat out right now, I don't care what happens to Secret Oath today. She does not belong in the Derby. When I say belong, I don't think she's stand- I don't think she's good enough. Unless she explodes here with some like kind of crazy win by five, like a like a holy shit kind of effort. I, I want no part of her in the derby if she ends up running the derby Kyle um let, let's talk about we the people let's talk about our picks um we have the same three uh, let me give my two cents on we the people i I, I love them. Uh, I, and I like three to one is about as low as I would go on the win end uh tell me what you think out there would you bet we the people if you like we the people is three to one too low that's about as low as I would go Kyle and Jim personally on a win bet and I might put a win bet in if he stays that. He's going to sit outside of Kavad or Kavod on the inside. I think it's good. Unlike It, I think it's great that he draws outside. I think if it drew outside further, he might have won the damn thing. Because, again, taking the dirt, I think, really hurt it. We the People, in theory, won't take as much dirt. He could be wide. That's fine. He won so easily last time. Uh, very much like Zozos. I like We the People. There's no killers in here. If We the People gets the trip... I think he's the winner uh kyle your thoughts on we the
2: people or anyone else you want to talk about here i mean that's a hundred percent i mean i think that's the secret oath i think you know the trip suits her and like i said you can't you can only beat who's in front of you and she's done it you know with flying colors but again this is a much bigger test at six to five i'll stay away from six to five but yeah three to one seven to two is going to be is going to be right there with we the people and like like you said i mean cold fractions but just did it so easily Granted, two to five at Oakland again, big step up, a bigger ask. But if he gets to the lead, like you said, again, no. If he doesn't take any dirt and he's able to sit that, you know, that stalking pace, I think um, he'll get the jump on everyone else and he'll take um, he'll take it home. But um, again, secret oath, like I like I was saying, too short of a price. But I think the trip could suit her, and if she does explode, but yeah, I'm hundred percent agree. If they go to the Derby, I think I'll look somewhere else.
0: Okay. Um uh Jim, let's talk about Cyberknife. Cyberknife you have in third. I didn't know what to do with him. He's been very green. Brad Cox has talked about this. He's been very green. He's had some issues. He's got talent. He got an eighty seven buyer last time, an optional, you know, uh 50K N1X. Um he's he seems like the horse that's gonna need his own way in this kind of field, but I wouldn't I wouldn't rule him out of this race. He's six to one right now on board.
1: Yeah. To be honest with you, Howard, the only reason I had the horse third is because I didn't really want anybody out of the rubble and I was against the Philly and yeah. Cyberknife was kind of process of elimination. The one left a couple of concerns I have with cyber Fibr- Cyberknife is that the two good races she ran were both with Lasix, um, without the Lasix, I don't know if she's going to run as well. Um, she's going to be stalking from the outside position. She's going to have to deal with weed the people. Uh, Brad Cox is high on the horse. I saw an interview earlier today um, in, in the pre-run up to the show where Brad Cox says the horse has never been training better. And then he's expecting the horse to go near the front, stalk and and, and, and make a good accounting of, herself, of himself. Um, I'm a little skeptical. Uh, again, this is more of a default pick for me. Uh, maybe a best of the rest type. I really think that the race goes through We the People and Dopper
0: well, you know, you, you mentioned the Rebel. I, I am completely against anyone coming out of the Rebel. I thought it was a weak race. I thought it was slow. Um, someone on the show, someone on the, Charles mentioned Chasing Time. who's a fresh face that's 18 to 1. Um, so, Charles, good luck with Chasing Time. I don't love him, but listen, I wouldn't, blame I, I no I wouldn't play. I will make one
1: comment about Chasing Time if I can, Howard. Um, the yeah. connection mm-hmm. with Chasing Time said that the horse does not like mud, um, doesn't like mud being thrown at him. He was a little bit in the second flight last time. Even though the track shows fast in the Rebel, they had a tremendous downpour about 15 minutes before the race started. Uh, you can see if you watch the replay that the, the track is more, to me, it was more yeah. sloppy, muddy than, yeah, than fast. Um, when chasing time ran three starts back in the mud, also had the same issue where he didn't like that kickback. Um they think that the horse will run better on a fast track. I don't think the horse class is up, but maybe to run third or fourth in the tries and supers and spice the price up a little bit. The odds, the live odds are actually higher than the horse's true odds. This is one of those micro-share horses um, where you've got hundreds of owners that own you a know, hundred bucks worth of the horse and they all put money to win on the horse. So the horse might be 18 to one in the win pool, but still might be 30, 40 to one in the trifecta pool for third and fourth. So you might still get some value underneath.
0: I just want to show the stretch around the rebel there again. People didn't see it. Uh, the nine right here is Barber Road, who I really liked in this race and just ran in spots and came up the inside. You're gonna see the winner uh, Unoho um, is chasing is this...
1: times the eight horse right now. Is getting all the kickback from the front four.
0: Okay, so you got chasing time. Here's Unoho, who somehow was able to get up. I thought this horse uh, was going, to, this is Ethereal Road, who's not in this race, or thorough Road. Here's Barber Road, who does come on late here, and here's this is Chasing Time right here, correct, in the top of right. the screen? But again, they're, they're, this is a slow final time. They're, they're, they're crawling home here. So this close that you see by Barber Road, to me, is a bit of an aberration. And this is Kavad here. I mean, I don't like Kavad at all in this race. Like, at all... And he's what a length and a quarter off, you know, maybe a length. We'll call it two lengths off the winner. So I, are you people going to tell me now if you like Unojo or like Barbara Road, you have to like Cavad, right? I mean, I so the extra distance isn't going to help this horse. And, and you know, I understand what you're saying uh, with Chasing Time. I think he's interesting underneath. But I just, this race, I didn't like visually at all, Jim. Not
1: at all. Well, I'll, I'll say this about Barbara Road. First time in the three starts, he's got a good post. He's been a nine hole out of 11. He's been a 10 out of 10. And if I remember yep. right, like nine out of 10 again or something like yep. that. See the three outside posts. But he hasn't been able to lead well. With an inside three post, he maybe gets out third or fourth instead of ninth or tenth. Gets him a little bit closer. Again, not a win candidate, but if you're looking, if, if you really are, are, are set on, on a couple of those horses on the top, uh, filling out a trifecta, superfecta. I see Barbara Road, though, is now 9-1. to one. I don't think there's value at all, though.
0: No, not really. Uh, Kyle, any quick thoughts? We're going to take a very short break uh, right before the Arkansas Derby. It says zero minutes to post, but they're still parading around. Any final
2: thoughts, Kyle, on the Arkansas Derby? No, I just agree with everyone else that I'm staying away from the Rebel, and I'm going to play these three in some type of keyed exactas and trifectas, and like I said, for value, hopefully we beat Secret Oath. If the Philly wins, it'll be a great story.
0: It would be a great story. I The odds are ridiculous to me. I've been going with We the People. I think three to one is, is fair value. It's about what I thought he'd be. Jim is putting his mortgage right now on, uh, <laughs> on, doppelganger. on doppelganger. Jim, good luck. We look he's forward to the cool. Buffalo Bills signing a new uh, hotshot free agent based on Jim's money. Folks, we're going to take a very short 30 second break, and we will be right back for our reactions watching live of the Arkansas Derby. This is the HHH. Racing Podcast.
1: Hello, Carolyn.
2: Microphone. Sorry, my, my microphone's yeah. off. I apologize.
0: Yeah. Sorry, HHH Racing Podcast. I'm here with Kyle Roscoe and Jim Polars They are loading in the gates for the Arkansas Derby 1.25 million. I like We the People. Uh, Jim is going with Doppelganger. Kyle also likes uh, We the People. We are, in general, a, a little bit against uh, Sacred Oath, especially at the 6 to 5 price. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. This is the last major prep of the day. As they are last one is about to load in the gate for us at least. Arkansas Derby time. Here we go.
2: There's we, we the fun. people. Let's see, see a break. There we go. They're
0: off. Someone's got their sign on in the background. Um, pretty clean break. Ooh, there's there some bumping and steadying in the middle of the pack. Cyber Knife got We're off well. People. You have Cavo They are five across the track. We're this looks to be a top. very fast pace. We the people It's going to try to tuck in and we'll do so uh, somewhat. He still got sort of drifted out. Uh, Kavad is in the lead. Doppelganger, Jim, up close with the blinkers off in third in a comfortable spot, but they went fast early, Jim.
1: Yeah, I think he's too close to the front. I don't like that move at all. I don't like the fact that it was part of that early pace around the first turn, and I just hope it doesn't bite him in the end. Uh,
0: we haven't seen the first – I don't see first quarter flat. time.
1: 22 flat. What yet.
0: Oh, they, are, they are flying. Yeah. Um, this would help the closers in theory. This would help uh, the Philly. Oath. Uh, Doppelganger uh, is running fine. About early move from Cybernice is splitting and making an early move here. Um, but he, he got through, but he used some energy. You got to love where Doppelganger is right now, by the way, Jim. Seven to one, sitting pretty on the outside. A lot of the other horses are sort of clumped up in behind.
1: Doppelganger is all done, backing up. Yeah,
0: and here comes Secret Oath is... Coming from all the way in back and absolutely flying right now. It's Cyberknife and Kavad. Uh, It's going to be, it looks like it's either Cyberknife or Secret Oath. As they go to the top of the stretch, is it Cyberknife? Is it the Philly Secret Oath? Cyberknife takes the lead. Uh, It looks like the three is trying to get through. Can't quite get through. And Cyberknife is still holding on. The Philly is trying her hardest. I don't think she's going to be getting there. She keeps nope. lugging in. It's Cyberknife. Secret Oath. Cyberknife. Nope. Secret Oath. Here comes Barber Road. Cyberknife wins the Arkansas Derby at, I believe, around 8-1. to one. The Philly ran well for second. The final time uh, is one fifty and 2 Barber Road. Very nice win on the gallop out, but that doesn't matter. Cyber Knight for Brad Cox takes the Arkansas Derby. Quick
1: thoughts, Jim. I was really disappointed with the tactics taken by Doppelganger. I thought Doppelganger should have been where Secret Oath was. Uh, that's been his running style in the past. He's not a front runner. Um, it's unusual. It's one of the few Baffert horses that doesn't get out of the gate well in front, in front usually front runs. Um, I thought the race was really lost at the start when she was part of that early 3 4 wide first turn heavy pace. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in we, the people. Um, I thought we, the people backed off appropriately he was sitting forth, but every reason to, to run better than he did. Um, by the way, my inbox is getting flooded with people that want to book my bets for some reason. I don't know why that's happening. <laughs> um,
0: I, I, I will say off the start, this is extremely disappointing for me. Uh, that does not help my, uh, uh, bet for the, uh, for the podcast people. It was I had them I had him as a B it was the only horse that I thought could win that I didn't have as an a um, so and and Garhold didn't win so hugely disappointing for the podcast pool although we did it at the pick four um, Kyle we the people uh, uh, this just tells you what experiences right I mean I don't regret I don't regret my decisions I, I go with what I go with I'm right plenty of times. I'm wrong plenty of times. That's fine. Last week, we hit for Crown with 16-1 to 1 on the live show that gave a lot of people a lot of money. Um, you're going to be wrong in this game more than you're right. Um, we the People was why he tried to tuck in, and he did, but uh, I guess the pace was too fast or uh, just too much the, too soon. I don't know.
2: The big thing on the far turn, I'm not sure if anyone saw, um, We uh, Doppelgamer actually backed up into We the People. And which did him? Granted, he wasn't exactly you know flying late, but it did him. Definitely didn't do him any service. So, and he was yeah, doppelganger backing up after being wide. It definitely infringed mostly on we the people. So that could be seen as well. But like I said, not coming from the back. A brilliant, a brilliant mid race move by Flo. Oh. Just splitting horses at the yeah. top of the far turn, just and that's on. I mean, that's just one of the race, and it's plain I insane.
0: was just gonna say, I mean, that you, that move rarely works well, Kyle, especially going a mile and eighth. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an aggressive move. Um, I'll have to see. Uh, I'm, I think he was up close at the start too. I or maybe you know, I'll maybe he's further back. I'll have to. I'll have to go back and look. But uh, that middle move was uh, was unbelievable. By the way, sire, Gunrunner, hello. <laughs> Right. Um, all that greenness that he showed before, that's what turned me off. I mean, I, I I had him as a B. I mean, I thought he could win. Um, all the greenness sort of turned me off. That middle move for Flow to get into the flow, pun intended, um, was outstanding. And the fact that he was able to sustain his bid, uh, I am very impressed with um Cyberknife. Um the final time this track has been pretty quick. Again, this, this feels very Florida derby. Florida Derby, Florida Derby ish to me. I'm not, listen, it was a nice one. I'm not blown away. Am I being too harsh, Jim?
1: No, not at all. Um, especially when you consider the early fractions you know, the, the final time, you know, off of it with 22 flat first quarter, um, the, the way the track's been playing today. Uh, I thought that the final time I actually been watching the replay a little bit over my shoulder. Um, what surprised me a little bit too is that the first three got away from the rest of the field too. Um, there's quite a gap to fourth and fifth place. So that doesn't really speak much of the also rants.
0: Uh, <laughs> not a, so, so Slayer, not a big fan of, Look, give him an break. He's got one eye. I mean, come on. I mean, patch ran well in the Derby. I mean, who knows going to Derby everyone. So if you like the one, eyed wonder, uh-huh. but listen, we didn't like anyone, you know, nothing really surprised me in this race with, with a few respects. Number one, I didn't like anyone out of the rebel Barbaro does what he does. I mean, I, I guess if people wouldn't like him in the derby because it's longer and they like – I don't – he might be like a filler for fourth. I, I don't like Barbara Road going forward. Um, uh, Secret Oath ran perfectly fine. I, she made a huge middle move. If she's facing Philly, she wins that by three or four or five. I mean, for sure. It, this is a different ballgame. But she ran perfectly well, and she did come wide. I mean, so are there are any haters that thought she couldn't run with these horses or, or couldn't belong – You know, she just picked up a, what, 20%. She just picked up a $250,000 there in that race, a quarter million she picked up for finishing second. Um, So she certainly ran well. I mean, hard for him to throw shade. Cyberknife just did something he's never done. I mean, he ran huge. He was more professional. Um, I don't think this time is going to be anything special because they just didn't come home real fast. Uh, again, we'll have to watch the replay when it comes up. And if you guys tell me when the replay comes up, let me know. I just Um,
1: watched the replay, Howard, on on TV. Interesting about doppelganger, doppelganger dropped back to eighth or ninth at the top of the stretch, regenerated, and she ran fourth, closing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: what the, what the fuck was he doing up close to a 20? I
1: have no idea. I I thought, I mean, I'm not one to criticize jockeys, but I I didn't understand the tactics. I didn't like the ride. Uh, The horse looked absolutely cooked. At the top of the stretch and i just watched the stretch run again first dropped back to seventh eighth maybe maybe even ninth at the top of the stretch re-engaged and, and actually was closing well to run fourth
0: really okay so i'm, I'm anxious to actually we're not going to show the replay on the show here but um are you telling me that he's still sneaky, interesting for actually he can't get not, uh, enough points He's not getting enough points what he had he had uh More. like 15 ish coming into this no, or
1: something? there's nothing it was a Baffert horse
0: oh i'm what a shame. A former baffled horse not getting <laughs> in the Derby. Hold on a second. Hold on. I got... Uh, I'm... I'm... <laughs> anyway, Sorry, Jim. That's no shade towards you. I am just. No, not time. at all. I think my actions speak louder than any particular words. Um, that was Johnny V, right? Yeah. He was on top of it. You know, the weird thing is blinkers off usually means he would be a little bit further off the pace. I mean, if he got a more patient ride... It... I it's hard to say he would have won because he just didn't run very well. He ran in spots. It was a, it was a weird effort.
1: It was a weird effort, and I think if he's running alongside Shaker oh, early in the race, they come together, and there might have been a little bit more interesting then. The Xacta pays uh, fifty-eight for a dollar,
0: fifty-cent try, juicy one-fourteen for fifty cents. It comes eight-three-six. Like you said, the four uh, doppelgamer finishes fourth. I'll have to watch again. We're not going to watch on on this show, but we'll have to uh, see that again. Uh, Kyle, as we're going to go and wrap up, uh, the show here, um, again, we appreciate everyone joining us. It was a fascinating day. Really enjoyed it. Final thoughts on the Arkansas Derby. Where do you see Cyberknife in the Kentucky Derby, Kyle, in terms of his odds and his prospects?
2: Well, I'm not one to get yelled at again, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, but again, I don't think this is going to come back very impressive for a lot of people. And again, secret oath, like you said, she runs against Phillies. She wins by, you know, by five, and that's nothing against the Philly class. But I think she'll go to the Oaks and she'll do perfectly fine there. Um, she'll probably end up actually being the favorite in the Oaks, of course. But um, Cyberknife again, probably another fifteen, twenty to one, maybe even a little bit. I would probably say about fifteen to one again the Derby.
0: By the way, someone H. Mitty commented, "What about Floan Drew? We, we just talked about for Drew. It mm-hmm. was an unbelievable, right? He's a great rider." Right. It was a great ride. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, he—he, he, I don't know too many jocks that would move early like that. So they sustained sustain. He knew he had horse. It was a great job. Jim, Cyberknife in the Kentucky Derby. Where do you see Secret Oath in the Oaks? Is she going to be the favor, like Kyle said? Any other thoughts?
1: Cyberknife in the Derby, I think, will be a longer price. And I think uh, it will be an also-ran. Um, won't have any of my money. Filler. Uh-huh. You know, bottom 10, I, I really didn't see anything that I was exciting. I, I don't think I saw a horse today that I have any interest in betting for first or second in the Derby. And that includes White a Burial. Um, I, I think, you know, if you look at the epicenters, you know, you, you look at the Forbidden Kingdoms, you look at the horses that are going to be running next weekend in Louisiana. Uh, Vanden hasn't run yet. I, there, there's so many other horses that interest me much more than anything I saw today.
0: Oh, it's not the screen I wanted. Yeah, I just... Listen, it, it, this has nothing to do with me being incorrect on these derby preps. I mean, the horses I thought would win didn't. That's fine. I, I can accept that. I had plenty of other nice scores today, so that, that's fine. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like to look at how they finish. And both paces – well, it, actually, the Arkansas Derby was definitely faster early. I mean, no, that was a very fast time early. So, um, But, you know, the horses – Cyberknife came from behind – Um, secret oath came from behind. So I don't think anyone, I'm just thinking that was up close was a factor. So, you know, the race sort of fell apart. Um, the final time didn't blow me away. I think it's gonna be a similar buyer to, we saw the Florida Derby somewhere in the, you know, mid nineties, low nineties. I I don't think we saw the Kentucky Derby winner today, guys. I just, I I don't think we saw it. I'm much more impressed with Epicenter right now. I think I'm going to be more impressed with Forbidden Kingdom, Possibly a Xanin or Smile Happy. I think we saw horses that are nice today, but more fillers. That's my opinion. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show, guys. I'll leave you guys on. As you saw at the bottom of the screen, next time we uh, are on, uh, we might have a show next Wednesday here on the HHA Racing Podcast. But for sure, next Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, to cover the Late Pick 5 at Naira and the Wood Memorial and Serling going to be with us eight o'clock eastern on thursday Uh, i want to thank everyone for joining the show we had great viewership again any comments about the show positive negatives things you'd like to see please make sure you comment down below the video player make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button smash the like button and the notification bell i look forward to seeing uh, everyone next thursday and perhaps if you want folks We'll keep doing live shows, but I need to hear from you. Do you want to keep seeing live shows? Do you like this idea? Uh, Please let me know or email me, hkravitzhorse at gmail.com. For Kyle Roscoe and Jim Pilars, this has been Howard Kravitz of the HHH Racing Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the coverage today of the Florida Derby and the Arkansas Derby. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Take care. Good night. (laughs)